Ladies and gentlemen, this is El Cochino, Tom Lawler, and I'd like to welcome you to the podcast that puts the lotion on its own skin, Lucha World. Bitchin'. This is episode 102, episode number 102102 of Lucha World Podcast. Yes, 102 episodes old, Fredo. You've done like 80 of them. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I did all those 80, I think, in the first uh, few years Lucha World was around. Yeah. And I've kind and of... You kind of mailed it I in. I disappeared into the rabbit hole. Yeah, I've been mailing it in, disappearing you stopped, into the you rabbit stopped, hole. You stopped watching wrestling in I general. I stopped watching... Well, no, no, no! I stopped watching that stuff on TV, but mm. I, 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 I saw wrestling recently. Like we'll talk about that yeah. later, though. We, I did see some wrestling. I, I actually just, watched. You did watch wrestling on on a computer or at least a, a monitor or something. I did on uh, actually on 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 a genuine television set. Oh, like one of those. You have big, it hooked long, up. Rectangular you have it hooked ones. up. You have your internet hooked it's up. It's hooked up, and, yeah. and the wrestlers are much bigger than when you, I watch them on the computer screen. In HD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In HD, well, well, HD, but it's YouTube, so it's third generation Standard. HD. Yeah, third generation tape of a streaming device of a of, of of a hard drive or something like that. I don't know. I don't. I had just, but I had just the most. I had just the most amazing experience when I was driving here. Yeah. I decided I'm going to take the scenic route. You did really? Now, what's the scenic route when I'm coming to Walnut Kills? Downtown Pomona. Yes, Holt Street. Holt Street. I, you went through Holt Street. <laughs> I, it, it was a sign. Any, any, um, any uh, of the women of the night, early in the morning. Yeah, but or early weird. afternoon. They were, like, they were in the. They were at they the afternoon. I didn't they know what they were doing. There were some. Uh, there were a few. Yeah. They looked a little lost, but you know, um, I, I, I'm sure they found their rooms okay. So that's one of the highlights of Holt Avenue. Isn't it? Yeah. Is it the, the greatest experience I ever had of Holt was? Uh, it, it was actually rather what? somber. I should ask, yes. was that lady dancing? That one lady I told you about? No, she wasn't. She was dancing. there. Oh, she wasn't there. Oh, bummer. Okay, you'll have to point out which uh, intersection. She's she's like near um, the Cardenas Market. Yes, I know Some, where the somewhere between that is. and and wherever all those gas stations are. Although, yes. whichever gas station you go I to, I know the, which ones you're yeah. talking about. And there's, by, like, there's like three or four of they're them. They're by all the used tire shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of ga- gas stations right after that. She's usually somewhere in that area. Okay, I, I'm gonna have to look for that because maybe we could hire her as a valet. Because yeah. the reason I was so excited was I was going down Holt to see the most. Before this, the most exciting thing that happened was it was a rather somber weekend, and about six years ago when my stepmother passed away. But I had to drive down Holt at like nine in the evening to pick somebody up from the airport 
because there was a major truck wreck and the freeways were closed. Yeah. Like the 57, all of them. So I am in standstill traffic on a Friday night on Holt Street, and it's right around all those hotels and the working women are. Mm-hmm. Uh, standstill traffic. And so I got to just sit there and just sit back and observe Holt. And, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and suddenly this guy runs in front of my car. Like, yes. Right in front. I'm like, what the fuck? And then right behind him is a woman who is int- intent on killing this man. <laughs> and the man is screaming. And, and I just sat there saying, you don't see that every day. That only happens in Pomona now. In Pomona on Holt Street. Yeah. So as I was driving Holt Street today, I saw a sign. You know what the sign said? What was the sign? Road work ahead. There's a lot of road work there. And you, that's a sign. That is not, there, that's an amazing sign. And the reason is, I don't why know. would they ever do road work on Holt Street. Of all the streets you could pick, why would you repair Holt Street? They're like adding tubes and wiring, aren't they? Like something like that? I think I they're adding that's like... It. See, my thing is they they just... They... they There's a lot something. of road work in this in this well, area. Well, they... But that's the weird thing. There's so little road work in California these days. You know, they got they got to get up with the... You know, that's one criticism. There's a lot. If you go to Eastvale and Corona, there's not like they've had Pine Pine Street and all those streets have been closed. Yeah, some of those, but we're talking Holt Street. Like that's supposed to be the last one. They, you know, the, the, the city, the city. The, how often do they fit? Do they do they fix Holt Avenue all the time? Like it's like constant. Like, <laughs> there's holes all the time. Every single time, like yes, every single year, there's hole. Like they they fix it, and then there's more holes. Every yes, time. exactly. See, I think I think. I think they realize this time. See, they're not fixing any of the buildings around it. They're not doing any uh, any work on the housing structures. They know that Holt Street Wrestling is coming, so they're fixing you, the roads. So that all the cars can come to Holt Street Wrestling. will have that dancing lady as a valet. And uh, have, have you seen that commercial for Domino's Pizza where they send somebody to fix up um, holes on streets? No. Because um, I guess, you know, when they're, they're delivering pizza, sometimes they bump, they, they'll... They'll like they'll hit a oh yes they'll hit yes. a hole and then uh, like the, the pizza will like go all over the place the top of the box yeah so stuff. then they said now if you call Domino's they'll send someone and and work on you know fixing that and I oh, thought man sweet. we should get somebody to do that all the time and and hold that Avenue, would be great oh that ain't gonna awesome. happen that'd be awesome so Kurt we're gonna talk about CMLL now that we're done talking about the road work I saw that was right Since, around Cassie's okay hold on Cassie's okay let's diner and... you're drinking coffee you gotta calm down a little bit okay okay. Uh, I have bad news for you because I haven't done a podcast in like eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about every CMLL show over the last eight weeks, eight, nine weeks. That's about 30 episodes, 30 shows, I think, about 24 to 30 okay. shows, about 150 matches. And let's start with the very first Puebla of September. <laughs> just kidding. Now, you said you have some Xanax laying around somewhere. Is that true? Can you imagine if we just started going through every single show? Like, people would be like, what the hell? Is he talking about Tuesdays? Well, I wish I'd I I just legalize all drugs. Metallica. What, we, what we could do is we could we could do the... Uh, we're going to start about... We're going to have a Puebla night every night on uh, LuchaWorld.com. And for every half round, we're sending you a free cup of Xanax to take. Put in your coffee while you're listening to this. The Puebla... So did you watch any of that, um, the anniversary after all, or you didn't watch anything? The anniversary uh, yeah. show? I, I Well, I watched the main event, which was amazing. The tag match? Yes. How did you watch that? I, uh, I watched it way after the fact. Illegally? Yes. You didn't pay oh, 10 bucks like Jesus, the rest of us? Jesus. Well, I sent... <laughs> I paid it in cash. Was that okay? I just put it in an envelope and... In Mexico, you could. You could go to, like, some store and order it, and it's like... Yeah, it's a I, I love how it's like... 
or it's like you could order it online or you could go to like the local store and they're explaining it. it's like okay that's like and way they're still not doing PayPal <laughs> yeah. PayPal's so no, easy no they're doing PayPal the, they are the, 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 yeah the, the but they have to explain it to the people that don't want to use PayPal that's amazing and it's like you could buy a, a store and get tic- a ticket put in the ticket number in there and it's like man come on like so just just get a PayPal account I was gonna say do the people in Mexico do they think the Illuminati is cause I mean we here in the states we have so many whack job theories about why people don't do things because everybody thinks the Illuminati or some conspiracy yeah. or, you know, is do they think that there's something nefarious going on in PayPal? Because they seem scared of it. Well, we were talking about it at um, Cecilia, how, how, like, they don't, they, they'd rather send you their bank account number. And, it's like, and we're, like, here in the <laughs> and U.S. social security. Yeah, so like in the U.S., we don't, we don't use any of that stuff. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah. That's not, yeah. So you watched the main event. Did you like the main event, the hair match? I loved it. Uh, more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. It's been a few weeks, so I don't... Yeah, you don't have to tell me specifically. Yeah, I don't remember, but I remember you. liking it. Uh, I, I remember I got a nice little tease because some prankster uh, put on a YouTube uh, visual. They said that the result was the opposite. And they did a, <laughs> oh, they did a very good uh, Photoshop of a bald rouge. Uh, <laughs> and so I said, oh, well, spoiler, big deal. And then as I'm watching it, I'm kind of thinking, wait a minute. I, yeah, there's no way Rush and Carver are. Well, I thought no way they would. But even as I'm watching the match, I, I remember thinking, nah, they're not, yeah. you know. But it was whoever the prankster was, thanks. You, you kind of, uh, you kind of uh, made my evening fun. Uh, there's, uh, I, uh, should we talk about... Um, we're the pro- blue panther man we're gonna we we're gonna we're gonna get to work i have it in order we're going in order we're going back up i was scared don't worry this is probably the only thing from september anyways nothing happened the rest of the month it's not september i'm worried about it it's like it's like the rest of october no i'm concerned that i thought you were gonna say we're going all the way back to august no no august or september 2017 i was scared you're gonna say we're going back to the beginning of this month and we're gonna go over all the triple a that we can go over I was scared you're gonna say triple. That. Honestly, triple A the last couple of weeks, and um, I think the thing they have mm-hmm. is that they're opening. They're back to what they were like a couple of years yes. ago, where the first couple of matches are good, and then the last part of the show <laughs> is like, who wants to watch that? Um, there are some fans that like that stuff. More mm-hmm. power to you if yep. you enjoy that. If you will enjoy watching Mr. Electro in, in main event matches, by all means, sign up to their Twitch channel, um, subscribe, pay for it, or get it free through Amazon Prime. Go ahead and watch it. I am definitely not going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, to each I have, own. I have watched so much wrestling that it's like, I think I've kind of come to the point where I just want to watch stuff I'm going to enjoy. Some of it may not be stuff I enjoy because it ends up being bad or whatever, but at least I pick stuff that I more or less, I, I, I go in thinking I'm going to enjoy it. See, I'm, I'm with you. I want to, I, lately, I've, I still watch a little, uh, little more than the average bear, but the thing is with me is lately, I've been wanting to enjoy it the way I watched it as a fan, because we've been talking about this recently. Uh, CML is my favorite. It's just, they're my favorite wrestlers, and despite their missteps, it's my favorite promotion. But they stream so many of their shows live. And when you think about it, if you're a fan, that's not how wrestling was meant to be watched. Maybe baseball every night. But yeah. wrestling, especially, there's very few promoters. It's like one day. That's the day it's you want to watch it. Yeah. And if I was a promoter and I knew my stuff was going to be streamed three times a week, I would try to make those shows as different from one another They're, unfortunately that's, it, not, that's not how it works that's, that's just not how it works my favorite thing is that that tuesday show is supposed to be for the young guys and it's like not even anything young like they'll have shocker really? mascar and those meal ray book and are you've seen it they have those types but it's of been ages since yeah. i've seen well, tuesday night shows it's been you probably saw it and it still had that 
Yes. Yeah, it's not. It's not they were probably rookies yeah, at the time. Too. They weren't rookies. You were watching that. You were the one that was watching like two years ago when you were really in that on that role of watching Puebla and Tuesday shows. I, I will say two years ago you I did. You stopped watching the Tuesdays like after two weeks. Yeah, but, but the thing I loved is I remember when I was watching, it was when they, it's when I first remember them pushing Soberano Jr. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was really enjoyable. I'm still enjoying him um, very much. But yeah. that was like, that was like one of those things where like, holy shit, this guy's fun to watch. So did you catch any of this exciting feud of the 2018 between Los Guerreros Laguneros and the amazing trio of the clan? Cyber the main man. Cyber's the main Charlie, not Cyber's the main man. Cyber the main man. Come on, get it right. Charlie Rockstar and the Chris. The Chris. You know what? You missed every single one of their matches. I think that's why I'm so excited. I think you might have seen one, didn't you? I think you saw one. Did I see one? I think you saw one like in the during the summer. I might have, but yeah. I don't remember to be honest. Yeah. I, I gotta be honest, I don't remember. It doesn't. I probably wasn't <laughs> expecting much, yes. anyways. I, I gotta be honest. Who could forget that feud? One of the best feuds of 2018. So that the way you're saying it sounds like I didn't mm-hmm. miss anything. They dropped the titles in the anniversary, but then regained them. The and girls are Guerreros. And of course, that uh, happened. Unfortunately, it ended. You know how this feud ended? <laughs> Something happened with Charlie Rockstar. That's what I was going to ask Rob about, and I totally forgot oh, uh, about Charlie Rockstar. Is he getting in trouble again? Uh, whatever, he'll tell me at some oh, point. Um, so then Cyber the Main Man is in a match. Mm-hmm. It's a trios match. It's him. It's Cyber the Main Man, the Chris, and I think it was, might have been Carbonario mm-hmm. versus um, L.A. Park, Hijo de L.A. Park, and I think Mystico or somebody like that. So Carbonario so, had his work. Well, well it doesn't matter. Does, that's not even the, the, that match wasn't good at all anyways. Yeah. Um, so L.A. Park goes for a spear on Cyber the Main Man. Mm-hmm. Cyber the man, main man does not take the spear properly. LA mm-hmm. Park gets upset, pins him, and then just walks off angrily. <laughs> now keep in mind, keep in mind, LA Park is one of those guys. LA Park loves to be like in the center of attention and yeah. stuff. So he just walks off all upset. So that was the last time we saw Cyber the main man in CMLL. Wow. And we had a new clan formed. The Chris leading the new clan members. Carbonario and Echicero. But we they're not really the clan, but <laughs> they're a different yeah, trio. Yeah, they're, they're totally different. I have not seen any of that. Yeah, you missed a lot. That's been so, 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 that was the most that that's pretty much what's kinda killed CMLL lately, that that feud. An amazing it's a feud that probably shouldn't have happened in the first place even if it kept going. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, so that was really one well, of the um did you watch the Grand Prix? Because uh, I have a lot of great news from that show for you. I saw that was the now that was what I was watching when I saw the final right of Michael Elgin no. versus what was I watching was I watching a championship match was if you watched Michael Elgin versus Ultimo Girl in a yeah. singles match you watched the show the following week the following okay this is what the we're Grand talking Prix. about about me being retired <laughs> is I'm forgetting what the day Grand Prix week it is the Grand Prix is when Team Mexico faces Team World okay I definitely did not watch that the excitement of this match the excitement of this show. Was about as interesting as the anniversary show, which pretty much meant oh. not much went so on. It wasn't as exciting as the PWG show we saw. No, no, no. Actually, it wasn't. <laughs> actually, it wasn't as. Ex- you know, you you saw the Nero Casas anniversary show, right? Yes, I did. That's been the best show. Wow. This year, it's wow. and none of these other shows have matched that. Uh, the Grand Prix was, uh, you know, pretty forgetful. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, Michael Elgin beat Ultimo Guerrero. That's why 
you ended up seeing the following week. You saw Ultimate yep. Girl Face, Michael Elgin. Now, that was a great match. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk, we'll talk about that. Soon. That show, I think you saw the, no, I think you saw the Avispa Dorada's debut from that show. You saw that. You saw the second match. Oh, from the women's match. You saw the women's match. Yes, I did. You see saw that. that. I, I think you saw it on record. Grand Prix then. Cause, okay. Because you was, were telling me she was debuting that day. Yes, that yeah. was the only other match I saw from that. No, that was the only match you saw from that. Yeah, the only match. Yeah. I mean, aside from later seeing. No, the that week, was the following the week, week. No, that was the following week. Yes. But the week before was the Grand Prix. <laughs> yes. Now, <laughs> if I could imagine that the Grand Prix night was the night that Michael Elgin faced Ultima Guerrero, even though it's a week before. That, that was the show. Grand Prix, Grand Prix is the show where L.A. Park got upset at Cyber and, Domain. And walked away. Yes. So. That was like the highlight. <laughs> that was the highlight of the show. You know, it's, it's weird. Um, you saw the Avispa Dorado debut. Yes, I did. What did you think of her? You know, to, uh, I don't know how long she's been in it, but she, she, has, a, she has a fuck of a lot of potential. Yeah. She's been, I mean, I mean, she's she been wrestling for seven years, but think about it. She's in the U.S. She's in the U.S. Yeah, she's so it's not really... She's got this whole new style and... Yeah. Uh, with the exception of somebody like Amapola, uh, who was, in my opinion, the one person in that match who could make things move. I'm not saying the most athletic of them, but she's the one who can make a match move and lead a match, and that's badly what the women need more than yeah, anything. Yeah, unfortunately. But, but... We get the same trios match every week, too, so... We do get... Yeah, that's another problem of it. We, yeah. got, we got the same... Pretty much the same trios match with one or two different characters replaced, on top of that, nobody is leading uh, the green, and so the green never become polished. Uh, but there are some bright spots, and she—I mean, I, I mean, I think she's she's one who, who actually could improve quite a bit, even in this kind of climate. Yeah, I I think she's like athletically, and I think a lot of the newer women that they brought in, I think they have some potential. But like I said. They're not going to do anything because they're they're constantly the same match. And, and it, it's, um, hopefully, she can actually, you know, take whichever she learns from CMLA and takes it to so you know well, to the US or something. It's it kind of frustrating. Not that I mean, not that women in wrestling in general are going to like. There's not as many options for them. No, there aren't. There yeah. aren't. There's more than probably ever before. Yeah. but that's still not a lot. Uh, the, I mean, the frustrating thing. You know, just because I dig CMLL is you have somebody like her and then you have another person with potential like Lady Marvia. Mm-hmm. And you're she s- has so much potential. She went to AAA and she's showing it now. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> and, and that's, that's one of my did, biggest... Did you like Lady Marvia? I liked her a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, that's another one where you, you could tell she hadn't been doing it for long. It's funny because I've had a, like, I think you, Cubs fan and Rob have all kind of said you like you like her more than some of, some of the other women. Um, and I've always kind of, I was kind of more like, yeah, she's all right, but I wasn't as high on her because I don't know her flexibility always kind of creeped me out. Like, cause oh, she, you know, really? cause she does all that stuff. Not, not in a bad way. More oh, like you're, she, you're, she like, looks like she's going to break like easily. Say if she's, if she's doing a plancha, she doesn't look like quite. Yeah. Like she's going to break. Basically. She looks like she's going to break. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. That's just her greenness. Yeah. I think she is supernaturally talented. But she's really good. I mean, she she's left. Very good. She's very like, if you see what she's. That's what you should watch on from um, AAA, all the women's matches of late. Watch all the women, okay. Yeah, because um, they're, they're, they're actually... Because I really do like women's wrestling, and that's the one thing that frustrates yes. me most with CMLL is, I think... And not just the women's matches, the ones that are like mixed with guys. Those are pretty worth Those are too. really good, too, yeah. Yeah, you know, I gotta say, with, with CMLL, they, I think they have enough veteran women that, it, that if they just had them lead everything with the women, they... You know, this this is kind of idealizing it, I realize, but I, I think the women would be a lot better if they had a couple of more veterans, like... 
I don't think that it's not going to happen. Uh, I, I'm just saying. No, I don't think that. I don't. I think. I think that's where you're. I think the veterans they need are the ones that are in AAA that are actually like young and good. Oh, I'm not even. I don't, I don't like even. Kira, mean, I don't even. Lady Maravilla. I, I don't that even experience. mean great. I don't even mean great veterans. Just veterans. I think they need somebody that can overlook it and tell that's them. What that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's actually kind of what I'm getting at. Like, Amapola is not somebody who's going to be on top as the champion. Yeah. But people like her are invaluable for shaping these women from being green, talented but green workers into people who know how to work a match. Yeah. And that said, on the other hand, I will say women's wrestling in general has come a fucking long way in the last couple of years. We've we've gone <laughs> from, as Jim Cornette would say, uh, the WWE divas who live on uh, nicotine and diet pills and don't know how to take a bump to women who can actually work these days. And I'm not even following that closely, but I'm just seeing... Just, just in little snippets of matches, I'm seeing what better quality workers they're generating. There's worse now. Oh, I'm sure there <laughs> just are some kidding. Worse out there somewhere. If you look, look enough. I'm just you know? kidding. You know, honestly, though, I think if you took what all Japan women were doing, mm-hmm. like if you take that, I bet you there were more just in that one promotion, better workers than there are all around. Right oh, now. easily, not just with women, with yeah. men too. Yeah, I, I think mean, that. That's like the gold yeah, standard. Yeah. That was like I did not realize in the late eighties. No, I, I, that do, I was watching such something so amazing. I, I do agree with you. I think there are a lot better women wrestler, female mm-hmm. wrestlers now um, than like ten years ago or something. Because remember, like what was it? Ten years ago, the only one that was here locally was maybe like Candice LeRae and uh, Nikki. Nikki, and, the New York knockout. Yeah, and that was basically it. And and, again, <laughs> and they didn't. And, again, and some, they were no women. one liked Nikki. <laughs> She's a prima donna. One, because one, there were so few wrestlers. So we can say that because Kurt got to work with her and he, he didn't yeah. like her. <laughs> well, the time I I, lo- I worked with her, I liked her okay, but yeah. I didn't realize that she thought she was a bigger deal than she was. Yeah. Well, I, when there were when there were less women in the mix, they tend to think they're more special and yeah. that they should be on top. If you have a hundred women in the mix, you can't afford that luxury to think you're you're tough shit and yeah. that you should have the top spot. You gotta... And I think that was what one of the big problems here in SoCal was. And we had some of the worst. We had a couple of good ones, but we had some pretty bad ones. I need, to, I need to get a sponsor for every segment when we talk about women's wrestling on every podcast I'm on. Because <laughs> it always ends up being like this. <laughs> like, the, oh, it's the high note, then it hits the low note, then it hits... It kind of sometimes it I goes gotta back be honest, up. I gotta be honest with you. I say of all the conversations we've had about women's wrestling... I think this is the one where we've kind of gotten our... our where we've concepts. said something positive about him. We said something positive and we got... Because for, for years, I, I for the longest time, I've been trying to frustrate exactly what my frustration is or vent my frustration about YCML women, especially... But you know, it's work. weird because I think a but, lot but of... I think we expressed it better. I think a lot of people, when they get into CMLL, they're yeah. like, man, I love this stuff. I love um, the women. Why are you guys so down on the women and stuff? Mm-hmm. And then all of us who watch it frequently, or at least, you know, every week or so, or whatever, more often, yeah, we've seen yeah. it more, longer than they have, we kind of tell people, give it a couple of weeks, then you'll understand. Exactly. And usually they do. Because <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's true. very it's repetitive. And that's not a knock on them. They're not bad. They're not bad. It's just, there's only so far they can go. Reina Isis, have you seen her lately? I like her. Yeah, she's she's improved physically, too. So She has. Yeah. She's, she's I, a lot better in the ring also, but, because um, she was, I think a lot of people are like, man, she's not she's not that good. I go, Look at her when she first started. She was horrible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, she was I agree. Horrible, and now she's at least passable, and that's like exactly. that's already an improvement. And I always, I always 
Uh, that said, a lot of women's matches are really bad. Exactly, you know? <laughs> exactly. But I always give an A for effort. That's yeah. just me. And and one, yeah, and and, and to, yeah. It, it, so I, I guess we said what we can say about yeah. it. But but no, it's true. It's true. So basically, after several weeks of really bad CMLL, <laughs> we get to the show that you actually watched the main event from the October twelfth show. That was actually a good show, and unfortunately, you only watched the main event, right? I only Ultimo watched Ultimo versus Michael Elgin. And oh my god! But let me ask that. I only watched the main event. If I was going to pick one match that night, did I pick the right match? Yes, you picked the right match because awesome. there were three. There were three good matches. The third match was Dragon Rojo Jr. Pulvera and Templario beating Aldas, Esfink, and Sobrano Jr. That was good, but it was only two falls. Um, and then the semi-main event had Ali Park, Volador Jr., Mystico versus my my uh, my newly formed <laughs> clan team of uh, the Chris Carbonara and Echicero, Uh which that was good. I mean, you know, what, well, I mean, when you have like. The two good workers with the Chris, and then the other team exactly. has all these guys that can work. You know, the Chris actually looked good, and you know, it, I was impressed because he hasn't looked good in like um, ten well, years, probably. In fact, I hate to go back to five minutes ago, but he's surrounded by greatness. Yeah. He's going to be motivated. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. If you, if you have great workers next to you, you're likely going to improve. Uh, if you have two chumps next to you, you're going to stay a yeah. chump. So then the main event was, of course, Elgin versus Ultimo Guerrero, and of course, Ultimo Guerrero getting his win back. Holy fuck. Great match, right? I that mean, it's the, I thought it was a match of the year candidate. It was a match of the year candidate, and this was my favorite match, televised match. Uh, of this year? Of Since t- early 2017. Since the tag match. Since the t- yeah, the incredibly yeah. tag match, the one you know that you know is my one of my yeah. favorite matches ever, uh, which was Barbaro Cavernario and Volador Junior against uh, Ultimo Guerrero and uh, Valiente. Yeah. And uh, I like this match the same way I like that match. One, the work was just outstanding. Not just that, but uh, the can- reason That's the reason I say televised match was one of my favorite te- televised matches. The TV camera work was so good, and and wrestling in Mexico, there's so many times where you're watching a great match, and in the middle of a high spot, the camera goes to some other wrestler in the corner or a fan in the crowd. Uh, the cameraman who was uh, filming this was got all the right crowd moments. Fans cheer, Canadian fans cheering for Elgin. Yeah, Elgin. Elgin. I'm sorry. Um, uh, big Mike, if you big Mike, big Mike. I used to know somebody named Elgin. That's why I keep yeah. wanting to call him Elgin. But uh, Elgin Baylor, Elgin Baylor, who's Elgin basketball Baylor? player? Yeah, the you, legendary, yeah, you know, the legendary Laker. I don't even know who Kurt Rambis is. <laughs> well, Elgin Baylor's a bigger deal than Kurt Rambis. Well, back then, well, back then in the day, all the women knew who Kurt Rambis was. How do, how do you not know who Elgin Baylor is? I mean, you, he's from like the '60s. I don't remember. None of my family watched sports. Even, I was the only one in my family who didn't watch sports. I think my sister he didn't appear. He didn't games. appear in any of those wacky shows you watched, like game shows and stuff. <laughs> no, like with Charles Nelson Ryan. Yeah, stuff like that. You don't remember? Match game yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. I've, I've never seen it. Okay. So continue on. You were saying about the Elgin... <laughs> you, you forgot already. <laughs> no, but I you know, you know the thing. No, I, I, I love the stream of consciousness we go yeah. to. We go from a great match to a great basketball yeah, player yeah, yeah. in the sixties. Who I don't know. Of course, I don't know him. But no, um, the camera work where they got all of Elgin's fans. Big spots. Yeah. Uh, they they got the fans who are clearly for Guerrero. Uh, they got at one point where f- some 
fan is begging for Guerrero to get up, and I almost think it, I don't know, if that wasn't an accidental shot and the cameraman got it right there, I'm, 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 I'm sitting there saying this guy's... When, when, when they're on their game, CML's, the camera crew that they have, oh, the production team is really good. When they're not on their game, you, get, you get those graphics, those horrible graphics <laughs> on Match for Lampagos that are totally yes. bullshit. Yes. Um, that's something you've missed. Stupid Match for Lampagos. They were, they, get... they were good. They're, the matches are, are usually good, but uh-huh. now they've added those um, the, the graphics. The, they wrote at the bottom of the screen, it says Match for Lampago. Mm-hmm. Then they made an even bigger CML logo. On the on the on the right, like mm-hmm. the left side or something, and then on the right side it has the numbers, the the timer, and so in big numbers, and so it's like you should have seen the first time they had two logos on it, and I was like, man, come on guys, this is like it looked like those remember the 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 late ni- the mid or late nineties um, sketch uh, comedy where they would make fun of the news for having all these different things on the on the on the yes. monitors and stuff. Yes, like, man, this thing was horrible. That's stupid. It's like yeah. one of those things. That's the one thing that's not broke. So why fix it? Yeah, and the Rolampos were always. Yeah, one of there the, were the there. Even the guys would talk about that they wanted to do those, they, and now it's like they're like, man, this kind of sucks. How weird. <laughs> yeah, but you know, what I was most impressed about Big Mike is that he really fits well in lucha. Beautifully. Yeah. And I, I have to say, he, the he, way he's, he's a technical, he comes across like a technical. A technical. And when he sells, he sells big time. I mean. Even little moves, he gives he gives just the right facial expression for those. He did, he doesn't undersell it like I'm Big Mike, which yeah. a lot of guys like him would do. And just the way he put over Guerrero, I mean, just I think if he if he became a regular, he'd be one of the more popular foreigners in Mexico. Well, he's got my vote. I think you know, you know. Granted, you know, a lot of people don't like him right now because of all the stuff that you know, the little mess on online. Uh, which you know, I have no idea of where, where that's good. I don't have the really, latest update on that, but yeah, and, 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 you know. and I know you. But you know, in the a thi- lot, I saw what was going on at the beginning, but it still sounds like it's very yeah. Unclear. But even take that away, take that yeah. away, those problems and all that stuff. I think nowadays people are so sensitive and like to put their own um, moral ground mm-hmm. or standard or whatever they have on other people. Um, Art Bar, a guy who a lot mm-hmm. of people constantly talk about how great a guy he was and stuff like that. Why did he go back? He, Why did he go to Mexico? He was a convicted rapist. Yes. And a lot of He wasn't getting work he, here. And a lot of people conveniently forget that. He yes. Too. So it's like it's like And there's a lot And more there's dead. a lot more guys who are over there. I mean, guys who went, came from Mexico, who came to the United States, they never were able to return to the United mm-hmm. States because they did stuff over here. So it's like you can't just like it, you got to separate and I say this in a, you know, unfortunate sort of way. Mhm. Um, you have to separate the 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 purse the wrestler from the person. Um, some yes. of us some of us can't, and if you can't, don't do it. You know, just yeah. don't watch it or whatever. But you know. Oh yeah, well I, I I think there is some truth to that, but there is a different thing. Art Bar was convicted of rape, straight yeah. up rape. He was convicted. Yeah. He pled guilty. It's an underage girl, right, and all that. Yes. Yeah. And there's been some revisionist history because I know a lot of people liked Art Bar. Apparently, he's a very very charming guy. Yeah. People loved him. Um, but this is very different in that nothing's been proven. And it sounds like it's really... Everybody's shrugging. It sounds like in this situation, everybody's told some lies. Everybody lies. <laughs> yeah. Newsflash. And as far as the... Moral, well, Big Mike was caught in the lie, too. Yeah, he was like, caught in the yeah. lie. He's one of them. So, yeah. So, so, yeah, there is... there. Yeah, you are going to raise an eyebrow here and there. Now, if I heard he he actually committed a sexual assault 
yeah, I, I'm not going to get on the bandwagon of somebody. I'm already moving on to the Blue Panther 40th anniversary show. <laughs> so that's a more pleasant uh, yes. topic. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, the Michael Ma- the Michael Elgin match was Great. fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And I do hope, I, I, uh, well, I do hope he's a good I don't cat. know him anyway, so who cares? I don't know him anyway. I, he's a good wrestler. I hope he's a good cat. And, and, uh... That's my take and, on... And, 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 and you know... If Kurt, that's, cool. that's my take on everything that happens in, mm-hmm. it, it, with any celebrity or anybody who gets in trouble. It's like, I don't know him. I don't care. It's like, because I don't really know him. It's like, what am I going to tell, like, somebody... But everybody yeah. has an opinion. Well, my, big, my biggest thing, because you're talking about the moral compass. Yeah. Here's yeah, my, yeah. I mean, here's my thing to say about people's moral compass, and this is something I I've believed for years is the louder people scream about somebody doing something terrible, about doing something bad, uh, how they should be kicked out because of this. Check your own house, because I guarantee the louder you're screaming about the bad things people are doing, the more terrible things that, that you are doing. Kurt. Yeah. We should move on to Forza no, Guerrero. We need to get him. What? Since you're talking about moral compasses, I think Uh-oh. I should just give you like this is going to be a, a what is it, a curveball? This is not a curveball. Uh, this is a segue. This yeah. sounds okay. Tell me about Forza Guerrero. I got. So, do you know the story about Forza Guerrero? No, I don't. Okay, so we'll talk about the Blue Panther because this is, Blue Panther's 40th anniversary was actually a, a pretty. There's only two good matches in it, but. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, and also because the Blue Panther thing will lead into PWG because we did meet a Lagunero that we yeah. met two Laguneros we did um, so the first Aguero story uh, he had his anniversary show and it was in, on an indie show and he decided to debut Fuerza Guerrera Jr. and Fuerza Guerrera Hija daughter really um, the daughter's just gonna go as Fuerza Guerrera uh-huh. I don't know why um, it should be Hija Fuerza Guerrera so um, for about 24 hours, everybody was wondering if they were really his kids. Mm-hmm. And Juventud Guerra decided to um, do a Facebook Live mm-hmm. where he talked about his brother and sister getting into the lucrative world of Lucha Libre because they see there's so much money to be made in Lucha Libre that they've decided to enter it. Okay, I'm waiting to see. Is Son, this brother, per- is this brother, per- hold on, hold ah, on. Ah. Brother, Forza Guerra Jr. is 45 years old getting into Lucha Libre just now. Sister is 35 years old, barely getting into Lucha uh-huh. Libre. Uh, so let me ask you, Kurt, how lucrative c- can we expect the world? Th- these how, how, how successful, how much money will these two people be making in this lucrative world of Lucha Libre? Now you're going to hate me for this, Fredo. There's not, to answer this question, there's not that much? No, to answer this question, <laughs> I have to go in a total another direction. Oh, no. Again... I know this is the fifth time I've done this in this podcast. Don't compare it to Michael Elgin, please. No, I'm going way <laughs> back. I'm going back many, many, many decades. It's 1972. Earlier. <laughs> you know I always think you're in the 70s, right? Yes, yes. and you're right. You're right. When, when do I perk up most? When, we're, when we do the Patreon shows and we talk about the 60s and 70s. Yes. That's when I... I like how you always call it Patreon. <laughs> Do I sound more culturally yes. good? Patreon. Patreon. I got, I got used to not saying Fuerza Guerrera. I okay, tell a story. Fuerza Guerrera. <laughs> Why do I have to go back this far? <clears throat> Black Shadow. Really? What is considered one of the most important historical matches in the history of Lucha Libre involving Black Shadow? Versus El Santo. Okay. 
was one gonna... of the biggest stars. <laughs> a star so huge. I, that... I was gonna say Black Shadow versus like some random indie guy. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a Joe Turco. Yeah, somebody uh, from that era. Uh, no, he probably one of the biggest stars of that era. A big mm-hmm. star to the point that veterans in the seventies were arguing. Not not the wrestlers, but the journalists were arguing. Uh, should we blame him for bringing high flying into wrestling? Yes, yeah. I, I guess he gets the, Some of the credit blame. or the blame, whichever. Yeah. Um, I think it was toward the end of his life. He was selling like uh, shopping bags or something at some outdoor market. Uh-huh. That's how lucrative pro wrestling is. <laughs> Well, I, I got I, trouble walking too. Yeah, you know, it, 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 so Hubertugara says that. Then he talks, he finally, he did admit that they were his brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And then he gets, he goes off on his dad for being an asshole, which is wow. a legitimate yeah, story. I've everybody, I've everybody still talks about it. Uh, let's not forget the, the day we met Blue Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, we asked Superboy if all the guys from Mexico were cooler now visiting LA and he said yeah everybody except for Segura <laughs> if you remember that I believe yeah and yeah. you know what I, I well I he didn't have any interaction with me remember when you know they were touring together regularly the two of them yeah uh, yeah they're compadres yes they're Here, here's the difference good when, friends. when Blue Camp Panthers by himself he's laid back and he takes his mask off the yeah. two times I was there when he's with Blue Panther he had his mask on. Blue Panther did the whole time. Yeah. Fuerza, and was nice but reserved. Where Fred, Fuerza was just cold to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. He. So. So Juventud Guerra starts talking about how his dad has never liked them, mm-hmm. and he kind of feels like he's pretty much out of the family now, mm-hmm. and um, he kind of accused his his brother and sister of getting into the business and not really having wrestling licenses, mm-hmm. not training properly. He just he just buried them. Uh, it kind of, it kind of felt, you kind of felt sorry for Hoovy because I mean, you know, I think a lot of people have different opinions on Hoovy and Tuzgura. Like, he's, you know, everybody thinks he's crazy first of yeah. all, and he does come across like he's he's fucking insane. Uh-huh. Um, I'm pretty sure he is, um, <laughs> but he was nice to us. Like that one time we met yeah. him, he's always he's, well, he's, 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 remember, he's a very nice. There, there are people who are very good at being publicly kind. Yeah. Ooh. And also charming people tend to... And we just talked about a couple of, like, the whole story yeah. of um, the guys. Yeah, but he was... No, 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 he was very kind to us. Yeah, so... He gave us a lot it's, of time. It's one of those friendly. things where I kind of think, like, he kind of seems like he's a nice enough guy where at least you should have the courtesy, like... Because he said, you know, mm-hmm. they didn't invite him to the an- his, his anniversary or anything. Yeah, yes. And he was telling stories... He was telling stories of experiences he's had with his dad where his dad's kind of slighted him. Mm-hmm. Like, not wanting to work with him. Like, getting booked... He was talking about him getting him a booking in San Francisco Mm -hmm. and Fuerza showing up and telling the promoter he didn't want to team up or work with his son at all. Wow. Which, you know, what's the point of bringing Fuerza Guerrero if he's not going to do that? Exactly. And so he talked about um, when they were tag team champions in AAA and he had the option to go to WCW and he chose to go to WCW. Well, not WCW, Mm -hmm. but the United States. I think it might have been ECW then WCW. Right. And so um, he basically left the tag belts and Fuerza wanted him to stay and defend those titles in Mexico, oh, and so he got very upset. Juventus got uh, got upset, so he said, "You know, let's go talk to the commissioner." The commissioner at the time was um, Wolf Ravinsky, oh, yeah. who is pretty much the most level-headed guy in wrestling. Oh, one, one of the, the most, most level, yes, who the... kind of doesn't just think wrestling. Yeah. So he was talking about how here they are telling first is telling him. I can't believe he's going to go to the United States and, and leave the tag titles. Mm-hmm. We should be teaming up all the time. And Wolf Ravinsky is looking at him and he says, 
you know your son is actually going to United States to succeed. It's a yes. good thing. He's like, why are you so negative about this? <laughs> and this is Forza Guerrero who should recognize the tag titles. This is a gimmick. This yeah. is a storytelling device. Yeah. And it's but triple. People yeah. get weird about that. Yeah. The wrestlers get weird. No, right. Yeah. Yeah. So this whole thing just has been yeah. a big mess. And they, they kind of, his brother and sister have kind of buried Hooven Tooth Guerrero in interviews also. So it's kind of just this horrible family That's sad. thing. That's I mean, I, mean, like, I think one of the worst I mean, one of the best and worst things about wrestling are the family dynasties, because, um, I you mean, go, just, just we know what we know about the Costas, it seems like they're, they're amazing. Good. They're all amazing. Yes. And then you hear the Huvintugura family, it's like, Forsagura family, it's like, oh my God, Hard. these guys, yeah, they're... And, and the kids, the the younger wrestlers are the ones I always feel bad yeah. for, because they, because, yeah, you're usually going to get caught in the crosses of your dad or your mom or whoever's in the yeah. business, and that's very sad. I mean, no, no, I always liked Forsa as a worker, uh, very much. I mean, you know that, but... No, I was never that high on him from what I heard of him as a person. Yeah. Never had a lot of, uh, um, you know, and, 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 and when I was going off on my rant about, like, uh, oh, no. Elgin versus Bob, <laughs> yeah, we're back to that. But no, 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 I want to say, I, re- I realize wrestlers are scoundrels. I realize there's yeah. a lot. That, I mean, it's not an honest person's Well, Hoovy isn't a saint either, so it's No, like, no, there, there aren't saints yeah. in the business. But with, with the art and the artist thing is... is we, I think we all have our pushing point where we say, okay, that's it. I don't want to see him ever again. Uh-huh. It's, you know, we all have that. Okay, before we get to the Blue Panther mm-hmm. anniversary, mm-hmm. I have a second story. <laughs> I actually, I have a question. This have, is a fun... I, have I you, be honest. Have you ever been in backstage at a wrestling show and maybe somebody, like, can't find their money or can't find their something? They're, they have something lost and you kind of wonder who has it or what happened to it. Maybe they misplaced it. Oh, hell it. yeah. Has that happened oh, to you? Oh, yeah. As, okay. Fortunately, that has happened to me. Okay, personally. so... It happened to Super Commando. Mm-hmm. He brought in a couple of guys from Mexico. Uh, Pirata Morgan Jr. Not to be confused with Hijo de Pirata Morgan. Mm-hmm. And this Pirata Morgan Jr. And uh, he brought in Demus and a couple of other guys. Mm-hmm. And so Super Commando noticed he didn't get... Um, he couldn't find $500 that he... That was part of um, what he was paid for bringing them in. And he was like, "What? Um, what's going on? I, he couldn't find it. So they immediately... This is how bad Pirata Morgan Jr. is. Uh-huh. They immediately accused him of stealing the money. Holy fuck. So they basically like were going through his stuff. Like they actually like had him like 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 a police you know checkup or whatever. And then um, they remembered that a lot of criminals um, put their money in the shoes. I think Demos was the one that remembered. Uh-huh. They put money in their shoes. Mm-hmm. So what they do? They made him take off his shoes. And they checked the shoes, and he had five hundred dollars exactly in there. Holy and he still claimed shit. that, and it's on video. It's on video. He still claims it's not. <laughs> it's not his. And uh, yes, it's on video. Like they're like, Whoa. and they're like, and you get your super commando Whoa. just yelling at Whoa. him. Whoa! Like, Whoa! Yeah. As much as I love wrestling and I love the art of wrestling, we've met some very nice people. We've made some very good friends. Yeah. Uh, if uh, any woman in my family said, "Hey, Kirk, guess what? I'm going on a date with a wrestler." The first thing I would do is figure out who the wrestler is and how I can injure him before the date. Yes, yes. Yes, and I'm sorry to say that, but yeah, there's there's a lot of scoundrels in it. But we yeah. all have our pushing point to where okay, that's too far, but that's yeah. to each his own. So, did you watch the Blue Panther 40th anniversary show? I watched the match with the Dinamitas. Okay. Um, not the Copa Halcón Suriano. I don't know which one that is. That's the tournament. The eight man match. No, the ten man. The one with uh, uh, Black Warrior in it. No. I saw the eight man. Yeah, you saw the eight. Yeah. Man. So you I saw the Blue Panther. The 
You saw the Blue Panther match. So as you can see, I cannot tell what's yeah. going on week by week. The, the, that was a good match. You should have watched it. The Copa Halcón Suriano. Okay, that would be worth checking out. Yeah, Stuquita's I, I, I I, changed his name to Halcón Suriano Jr., so he's now no longer a mini. He's uh, a big boy him. now. Good he gets to move up. Big boy now. He's a big boy now. And from what you say, they don't quite make quite the money they made when they were minis, right? No, I don't think they do. Yeah. I think it depends. Like in the back in the old, like when the minis division was good, and the micros yes. didn't exist. And it kind of stuck out a little more. Yeah, and the micros weren't around, yeah. and now the micros are kind of the ones that people want to see, and it's not. Nobody really wants to see like the 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 remaining minis in CML aren't that I always good. thought it was the most ridiculous thing because what was so amazing about the minis is you have somebody built like Moscarita Sagrada doing these amazing moves yeah. and now you have a guy built like a normal man yeah. doing wrestling moves and look he's a mini no yeah. he's not he's, he's like 5'11 four, four he's a dude he, 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 <laughs> he's 4'11 well, he's, five, 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 he's a bantamweight thank yes. you very much yeah. that's, that's not a mini I'm glad because I think I think he could be somebody like it's kind of like Flamita. I could see him being like, and yeah. I think I think he kind of mentioned Flamita when um, he didn't mention him by name, but he kind of said like, "There's guys." It might have been him or Virus that he was talking about. That he said, you know, one of some of the best wrestlers in the world. One of the best wrestlers in the world is is short. It's like I don't know why why and, and I can't the get thing, the same and that's opportunity. That's one of the things I always loved about Mexico: how yeah. little dudes could get over just like a big dude. I mean, not just in the same way, but. As much with the crowd, I mean, the 40s and 50s, that those were the decades of the welterweights that sold out the arenas, not the heavyweights. And it's so funny because it seems like, was it the 90s when a lot of the, it seemed to me like more wrestlers in Mexico were getting on the gas and trying to get bigger. And suddenly, by the 2000s, the minis are the, uh, so-called, yeah, yeah. the so-called... You're talking about people. Cibernetico, Cyber the Main Man. Cyber the Main Man, Cyber Man. So what you think of the Blue Panther match? I enjoyed it. Liked it? I liked it. I, Were you impressed with Panterita the ring? He was like the best guy in there. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I mean, it was... Yeah, did it was did you see that tope into an arm drag? Yes, I did. Yeah. That was beautifully... Uh, that, that was beautifully done, actually. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. Well, because you you, you've only seen him lately as a festo who does nothing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was that. Uh, everybody, I, wants him, everybody wants him to switch over to Panterita the ring. And just yeah. go as that and like leave the... But he's, yeah. not, he's probably not going to do that. That was enjoyable. Oh, another thing I got to bring up with that Elgin match since you talked about the arm drag. Uh-huh. I got to tell you, Elgin blew me away with the timing of the tope. Yes. That was... That was a really nice tope um, by him. And, and the timing was just excellent. Yeah. You know? His timing was really good in that match. Yeah, so... Yeah. We won't waste more time on yeah. him, so now. Yeah, you already you already <laughs> upset me with the whole... <laughs> Actually, it wasn't upsetting. No, I thought this. Was I think of, I understood. I understood. I think this is one of the best conversations. You were I've just, you were just like when you said he was innocent. You were just off by the. No, no, the, no. The no I was off by that. You that were, I, the wording I, I, was I, mis- off. I horribly misstated yeah. that, and I was wrong to do that. But no, I think both about the whole Elgin thing and the women's thing. I, I think we've discussed things that we never really got each other's yeah. notion on. Well, yeah, it's been a while since. Yeah, we've and I, but I think we, I think I think we understood what each other was trying to get yeah. at better than we usually do. Yeah. Yes. So, so I think this is a good way to lead into the. Our weekend of wrestling, and after after only attending two wrestling shows in all of 2018, and failed both, failing to attend a third, failing to attend the third, and then being really subpar. And Etchisero, the best part was that Etchisero agreed with us about that show. We'll talk about it oh later. Oh my but, god, yes, yes, that was classic. We'll, we'll go in order. We'll go in order yes. on the show, like like yes. getting there and all that stuff, because I think that's it makes more sense to it's go. It's the story in order. of the journey, yeah. the road trip. That so, was fun. 
so Randy gets us PWG tickets. I know you said I, I, I they, Rob had told me that there was going to be a match that was going to be good on the mm-hmm. on the PWG show that I would be interested in watching. And I think it was the I don't know if it was Hechicero. I'm guessing it was Hechicero versus Zack Saber Jr. because that was something that's been talked mm-hmm. about. As as Hechicero said, it's been talked about for about you know the last two years or so, and um, and there was other luchadors. There ended up being six luchadors on this show, so I think it was something that I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh, Randy got in touch with me and asked if if he he offered to um, get us tickets mm-hmm. if um, you know instead of all of us trying to get them all you know trying to get tickets, right. which is very difficult to do with um, PWG, oh, man. Um, yeah. because they sell out so quickly. He offered to get them all at once. He did it. I don't know. He he had good luck, and I figured that's why I was like, man, he could get it because my yeah. luck, I'd probably just be like, oh, I forgot, or I I'd probably be watching some weird TV show, and all of a sudden, um, I would <laughs> yeah. have missed it. Um, so then, we agree to like meet up at the show. We end up seeing them. Um, I think I've known Cecilia for at least ten years online, and I think Randy around the same time, maybe a little. Oh, less. I never realized both of them you knew that long. Yeah, wow. yeah, I've known him for a while. Um, Cecilia a little more just because um. Because she's from Juarez and stuff, yes. so it's like we have that little common thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, she lived there for a while, so you know, we could always talk about stuff like that. And we can Our dislike turn... of Pagano and stuff like and that. And we can always turn that into an angle when we do Hold Street Wrestling. Yeah, if yeah. You're from the same hood. Yeah. Um, so then um, the other person that was there was Rob. Mm-hmm. Rob Viper, who met. neither of us have met, but I think we've probably known him about as, as long as. Uh, about 13, 14 years, maybe. You? Really? Yeah. No, it's longer than that. It's been at least 20 years. Okay, I got familiar with him when I started getting... Uh, you're actually to the date, 20 years. Yeah, that's what I, I think I am. It was right... <laughs> no, man, you, you, you called yeah. it to the date because it, it was the year that I got in contact with Jose Fernandez when yeah. I got in yeah. contact with him, and that was 1998. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, it was around that time because I remember... I think I first got started going online for wrestling stuff mm-hmm. like in 96 95 96 mm-hmm. but it's mostly just american wrestling stuff and then i think around 97 98 was when i found um rudo's videos um oh yes their website and then on their website you there was a, a forum link and it was to mm-hmm. the high spots message board and that's where i ended up t- um, t- um communicating with robin that's how you got jose Fernandez. yeah jose Fernandez. i got touch with them through jose and the reason i remember was 1998 because i remember getting in touch with jose when he saw an article I wrote, like on Incredibly Strange Wrestling, yeah. and then we were talking about Larry Doyle, and then, um, like, literally less than a month later, Larry Doyle died, and I remember that's when you know, Jose just sent me a really nice email about it. So that's why I remember specifically 20 years Yeah, ago. that's why I was. You called it yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, longest time, and, I, and everybody, like, whenever people, like, find out that we've known each other for that long, they're like, how did you guys never meet? And it's like, I mean, honestly, it's like we didn't really start. I think I think Rob started attending shows what, within the last ten years, like traveling. Yeah. I mean, traveling well, well, all of over. Of course, you never met. Cause... Yeah, and then like I don't travel. Like yeah. I stick in the U.S. and L.A. Big and stuff. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of shows that I'm not a big WWE guy. Mexico's a big country. Yeah, Even yeah. If you were both in Mexico, yeah. That's a huge place. There's odds we wouldn't meet each other. Um, there's other people like the guy from Monterey, um, the, mm-hmm. the um, Roberto, the the dad, not the son. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to talk about coming to Anaheim to, to go to the WWE shows. He's like, hey, maybe we could meet up. And it's like Anaheim's like, you know, that's like, <laughs> like yeah, uh, it's, it's a little, it's, it's a little further. Yeah, because I mean, anything, anything that's like an hour of, with traffic. An hour, it yeah. just seems See, like a well, pain with in the ass. me, I learned to drive at sixteen, and yeah. my mom lived up in Sacramento. For those those non Californians, that's an eight and a half hour drive. Yeah. So, uh, 
it, probably every other weekend, my dad and I would drive eight and a half hours there on a Friday night. I think also it has so to be, I'm used to long yeah trips. and you know it's, it's yeah. something where you just have to like it has to like stick to your head like hey maybe I should go meet him but it's like it's never it never occurred yeah, to me exactly. you know it's exactly. yeah they'd say and maybe maybe I'd see you and like yeah that's whatever and then you yeah. just think ah eh, maybe some other I'm glad time. we met them what what nice people all three of them were really yeah and really I also nice met Fredo the other Fredo from Monterey that's right that's right I forgot about yes, that yes you met the other yeah, Fredo yeah and on the night of PWG well that is the night of PWG yes on that night of PWG who 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 did Dave Meltzer meet? Oh, that so day? so Who did okay. Dave Meltzer see for so the we first meet them. This years? is this is something that none of them know, because yeah. they were there. They saw you go and talk to Dave, so they didn't hear your part of when you came back. So and the the later the post show stuff. Um, so <laughs> you go and talk to Dave. I'm talking to De- to Cecilia, Randy, uh-huh. and um, I think Rob left it for a while also during that time, and I, I end up talking to Fredo because I want to know how his promotion. He runs um the Riot promotion. Right. I want to know. What was up with his, his promotion and what they were doing with as far as um you know streaming it and stuff like that, and so you're over there talking to Dave, and then you come back and tell me what you were talking about Dave, and basically what were you talking about with Dave? Everything under the sun. We yes. haven't seen each other since Cauliflower two years ago. Yeah. And so we're uh, getting updated. Uh, a lot of a lot. <laughs> Or a lot of talking about our parents because you know his dad passed away about a year ago. Yeah, we were talking about just our parents and stuff. Uh, then we talked about uh, th- my biggest shock was when he was going into great depth about CMLL. He actually watches it mm-hmm. all the time, uh, and he he said it's it's one of the ones he watches most frequently, which surprised me. Um, uh, we are talking about everything, uh, yeah, just catching up like old friends, and then. You were there. No, this was before that. This, this was, was later were, in the this, evening. So this was, this was yeah. This the was end of the night. This yes. was the end yes. of the night. <laughs> yes. Well, this was the end of the night in in the in the for yes. Dave because <laughs> yes. when he left. So basically, you come back and okay. So this is like something that kind of annoys me. Mm-hmm. Not 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 on your behalf. Yes. But um, the Observer stuff, the Hall of Fame stuff. Mm-hmm. I constantly get asked about the Observer Hall of Fame, and I constantly tell people I don't vote. Mm-hmm. And I've told people that, and I basically said, I'm. first of all, when people ask me to do podcasts about it, I don't vote. And also, it's the same guys every single year. And the same thing, they want to go every over every single candidate every year. Yes, and oh, so it's like, oh. there's no need to do that, because it's like the same 20 guys over and over again. So basically, you came over, and you're like, you're like, um, I I talked to Dave. Oh no, you said you're 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 in Fredo. You're in, and I'm like in. Oh no, you said this is what you said. Um, apparently, Dave um, said the, there's a good chance that I think Viano Three is going to be in the Observer Hall of Fame. What, what he said was it's very uh, uh, possible or something. Possible. Uh, uh, there's a huge Mexican, uh, at least in this point in the ballot count. Um, there's a huge sway toward the Mexican wrestlers. And yeah. I, I said, and I can't remember what I said to you, but I remember thinking, oh, Fred, uh, was then, they, there, there'd be several more in just from one. Yeah, and so then I said, I tell Kurt, I don't care. <laughs> so, then, so then Kurt <laughs> tells me, you should. And I said, why? And, and he said, because you're in. And I'm like, in what? And so Kurt's like, oh, you're getting a ballot next year. And, okay, so this is Kurt. Kurt's like, Fredo is getting... He said, Fredo is, of course... You said, Dave said, of course Fredo's going to get a ballot next year. Or, like, he was shocked or something. Like, he already, he seemed to already think you would have one. Like, yeah. Like, so yeah. then, so then, 
so this is Kurt building, like hyping it up, like Dave and I. So we're just gonna we'll skip the sh- we'll get back to the show afterwards. Yeah. So we go to the end of it, uh-huh. and so we go and say hi to Dave, and so Dave turns to me. Remember, this is Kurt like hyping up all the stuff, and we had already talked about Fredo earlier yes. that night, Dave and I. Yes. So then Dave Melter looks at me and he's like, Jeff long time no see and i'm like i start laughing i start laughing because i i already know I, I, my jaw hit the floor because i you ha- were probably embarrassed about it or i wasn't or, i was just shocked yeah because it had one it had not happened in about two years now yeah not since. and it hasn't been, happened with anyone that isn't mexican if you think i about, never even thought of that that's right yes. that's an absolute right. yeah. it's the first gringo yes the first gringo because i even told dave you're the first gringo who's the, yes the but it hadn't happened so long and I had wondered if Dave even remembered Jeff, but he yes. did very clearly. I was impressed. So yes. then so then he said he says that and I go I go, I'm not Jeff. And then Dave kinda of just looks at you and, and look and, and you're laughing and you're like, he's not Jeff. He's like he's like, Really? And he's like he's like, That's Fredo and he's like, Oh, I'm sorry and he said Fredo and how are you doing and stuff like that. And then we had a really long, nice conversation. Yeah. But then I, I, I told um I told I told Kurt, you know that all that hype you gave gave Dave about me voting for the Hall of Fame, and it's like it just kind of like never, it just made you like it kind of like look made everything all confusing and stuff. <laughs> it was like really weird. Uh, but um, Jeff, for those wondering, is basically uh, physical, physical nuclear. nuclear. Um, I think I've, we've mentioned it in the podcast. How many? Oh, times I think it's come up several times. Yeah. If you haven't listened to Wiley, probably haven't. Yeah. Heard, but- there uh, has been, you know, Jeff was physical nuclear who wrestled from 1992 until like the late 90s and then... Mid, like sporadically in the mid-2000s. Yeah, early but 2000s. I don't think he's had a professional match in over... I know he hasn't had one over 10 years now. It's been at least 10 years. But, uh, uh, so he was off the scene um, for the longest time, hadn't gone to any indie shows for years. And then suddenly uh, uh, when Fredo starts coming on the scene... The first person I remember th- thinking uh, that you were Jeff was a Cerro Dorado Jr. It was Platanito. Actually. Platanito, that's Platanito. right. That's right. Yeah. At the Legends show. Yes. That's right. It was Platanito. Then it was a Cerro Dorado, Dorado Jr. There was, was, there was at least one other, wasn't there? I think it's just those two. There might be another person. But they were so certain you were Jeff. Yeah. And then... And then uh, my... uh, 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 Yes, Augie. Augie. Yeah. Yes. And he's half gringo, half Mexican, so... And then uh, Superboy's wife, when we told her that, she's like, you look nothing like him. He's white. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't know. And we, we just started laughing about it. But um, we, do I, have, we do have that classic show to, photo of both you and Fisico with your hands over yeah, your faces. Yeah. Fisco uh, Sagundo. I appreciate it because, like I said, I think he's a, he's a good-looking guy. I mean, getting compared, it, it, it would have been horrible if they said so I look like some ugly dude motherfucker. If you, yeah. if you look like Broswell, yeah. they plot. Yeah, if I look know, like Super Forky like, or, yeah. or uh, Scorpio or something like there, that. There was a, a local jobber here when I was a kid. Uh, I later found out he's somebody who just was living his dream to become a wrestler, and it's kind of cool he did it, but he's called Country Boy J- Dean. Mm-hmm. He's this kind of chubby, kind of, you know... Uh, kind of, you know, uh, baby-faced looking guy who wrestled in, you know, kind of like a, a mini version of Man Mountain Mike. He'd go yeah. over sometimes, lose. But um, I'll never forget the second match I ever saw, uh, Ring and Jimmy Lynn, and as a compliment, was trying to tell one of my friends who were with me that, you look like Country Boy Dean. And my friend was never like Jimmy Lennon again. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. It's like, you're going to take it the wrong way or you're going to take it a certain way. I don't mind. But I just thought it was funny. It's great that I just a good looking my, guy. My, my, favorite, my favorite thing was like the whole the whole buildup that you made about, oh, you're in and stuff like that. And then Dave's like, hey, Jeff. You must have been like, uh, great, Dave. It surprised <laughs> me, but it didn't surprise me because it's yeah. Dave. Because that's yeah. Dave. Yeah. Dave is, his mind is, 
his mind is totally it's on wrestling it's on, on wrestling, wrestling the entire time yes because like even when we were talking about the show afterwards he was just like talking about the show like non like it was just like because sometimes i think he's not like he's just like talking about wrestling and he's, he's not, he's not really there like he doesn't look at you and stuff like that it's just more like He's just like focused on wrestling. Yeah, there, he he has a time delay on a lot of things. The, the funniest is with humor. Yeah. Tell Dave Meltzer a joke, and He'll it's get it like an hour later. Five seconds later, it's almost it. it it's like the old radio delay. Yeah. How radio show hosts have a delay so if a caller says a dirty word, he can blink him out. Dave Meltzer, here's the punchline. Five seconds later, and he starts busting up. Yeah. And it's not just once or twice. At least seven or eight times in the time I'd known him. I've seen him, like, thinking, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's legit, too. It's not like he's yeah. trying to be a smartass. So the show itself was great. I think it might have been one of the one better of the shows we've done. Yeah. 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 So um, what you, what was your favorite match on the show? Oh, gosh, what wasn't? That match was just, that, I mean, that whole show. It Do was you, just rem- an you don't remember show. the matches? I, oh, fuck. I remember Darby <laughs> Allen. The opener. I remember you saying this guy's good. Yeah. You are so right. I like him in the way I like Jack Evans is he's got a style that's all his own. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the extreme high spots he does, which I kind of wish he wouldn't do where... um, That was like, that's the highlight. It's the highlight. And I like (laughs) watching it. It's just, I have Why, Why would you be against a guy duct taping his... Are getting his arms duct taped and doing a tope suicida. What, 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 no, what, to, what's if, the danger in that? I'm remembering this correctly. He got tossed at one point and it looked yes, like his shoulder yes. got. I was more disturbed at him taking just a bump in the ring than doing the tope suicida yeah. because at least the guy was catching him. Yeah. Where when he was taking that bump, he had no way of protect. Now, they were tight behind his back. Yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to remember. Yeah. Oh God, that that made me uncomfortable. Trevor Lee was really good. I mean, I, that guy's I, great too. Yeah, I, I like him too. And it he, was a very well done. He, re, he replaced um, Joey Janela, who I've not seen wrestle, and mm-hmm. I kind of was looking forward to seeing him wrestle. But you know, this guy I've seen him a few times, and he he was good. I liked him. He was very good, and that was you know even the high the, the it wasn't even the wacky you know the crazy high spot that did it. It's it was a great storytelling match. I mean, uh, um, Allen's comebacks were so powerful just because it looked like all odds were against them, mm-hmm. and and. It made it even more the effective when Trevor went over. It made it look all the more like you're kind of pissed. You really did want to see Darby pull this off. It was a very good babyface versus yeah. uh, heel match. And, um, yeah, I liked them both. I uh, <laughs> And I got to say, I have to say it's not my favorite match, but that's a huge compliment. Yeah, you there know, was no bad yeah, match. Well, well, you know, it's funny because I think even Meltzer said... I think you remember. Um, did you read Meltzer's uh, re- report on the show, on the Observer? Side? I haven't yet. No. Well, there's. Well, he does three of. He does. Mm-hmm. He does three reports because basically he does the Observer newsletter one. Yes. He does the the fat the the quick results, mm-hmm. and then he does the the podcast where he yes. talks about the. And remember, on, on the results, the the I haven't he hasn't posted the newsletter. I think I think it's coming up later tonight. Um, we're doing this on Thursday, and um, but the quick results, he said the the first half didn't have a, a standout match, and then like. They were all good matches, but nothing that really stood out for him that was like a match of the year candidate. Mm-hmm. But then when he did the podcast, he said Flamit uh, Bandito versus Phoenix was like the best match on the show mm-hmm. for him. 
Yeah. And I was like, in the other one, he said Walter versus Cobb was the best match on the show. Oh, so, that's funny. That's I don't, funny. <laughs> I, I, I did it. I, maybe I, maybe he wasn't the one that was writing the, the, the quickie results. It might have been somebody else that was there. Possibly, uh, yeah. But I just didn't. I, I, didn't, I should have read it. But um, I just thought it was funny that he wrote that. I'm like, what? It's like, okay, I should check next time. I do, I do remember him. I don't know if this is a pattern, but I remember years ago, uh, he saw a match. We were at a match that he saw live. Mm-hmm. And he was like... So yeah, that was good. And then I remember him seeing it on TV like a month later on uh, Galvision. I can't remember what the match is now, but he actually says, you know, it's weird. I, I saw it ag- uh, again, and it, I remember, yeah, I, I like it better the second time around, so he might yeah. have even just changed it. Because I thought this entire show, like, everything was good. There's the the, the match that followed that was on Puma King versus Ray Horace and um, Flamita, and that was that great was also. amazing. And, and look at all the money the fans threw yeah, in the ring. That match that. and the Bandito and um, Ray, Phoenix. Ray Phoenix match got a lot of money. I mean, they made a ton of money. Tons. I think, uh, and, you know, I know we were kind of, we are uh, hypothesizing on this. Uh, in between those matches uh, was... Yeah, well, let's get to the second match because okay. Um, okay. Puma King, um, he, the crowd there actually sang along with his song, which I thought was really cool. That's amazing. The Bon Jovi song, the yes. um, You Give Love a Bad Name or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, I, I, think, I think he made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> Months later, I think he made the right decision. You know, well, you could um, you, you could you could do the 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 uh, you could go with family and do the Peste Negra theme, but I don't. Well, think he's he not. He's not. I, he wasn't even doing the Peste Negra theme. No, he wasn't. But he uh, would have been happy with that. I think. No, but I said you could do that thing. I don't think the fans could think of sing along to that. You know. Oh no, he wasn't going to do that. I'm talking about the song, but I mean, but I wanted him in to CML, in CML, yes. he wasn't even working the. No, I'm thinking he third did the other family. Yeah, yeah. He's like th- here. He's like even though it's he's a, a superstar it, here. Yeah, it's, it's a different. It's a different type of second match to what CMLL's second mm-hmm. match is, um, because they just everybody. I mean, the main event guys can work opening matches in uh, in PWG or you know they'll switch the oh, cast absolutely. around. But um, I thought that match was great. I mean. That that in any that, that in any other show place that would have been a match of the, uh, the match of the night on. on oh, it could have been a main event anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. And Puma King remembering you was also the highlight. That shocked me. Hola, huero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was there. funny. He's like, "Hey, Fredo." Was, was... I go over and he's like, "Hey, Fredo." Hola, huero. <laughs> <laughs> to him, I'm huero. Yeah. To Superboy's mom, I'm Gaba Chico. Yeah. I like, um, I like how the luchadors now they know us like in some form like it's like how do you know me and it's like oh I saw you the last time or like oh I, I read your uh, your Twitter or your, it blows fa- my or your mind Facebook what memories they have these yeah, days yeah. especially the younger ones the younger yeah. ones remember they remember seeing you sing in the upper corner of yeah the yeah yeah they're like hey I remember you yeah yeah I saw you eating popcorn and a coke honestly the- even when I interview the guys. I don't like. I don't expect them to remember me. Neither do I. Like I just expect the times it does happen. It shocks me. Yeah, like I expect them, like oh, just to walk by and like be like oh. So that's why it doesn't bother me because you know we go to a lot of lucha shows Mm -hmm. and the guy, the people will be like, don't you want to say bye to this guy? Don't you want to say bye to that guy? It's like it doesn't really or hey, say hi to somebody. It's like yeah, I'm not. I I don't really. I don't really care because I don't. I assume they don't remember me. I'm not jockeying for a job either. You know, it's it's hilarious because remember the traumas when they Mm -hmm. came or they gave us hugs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was like why are you guys giving us hugs and stuff. So, like, oh they're exceptional. Yeah, those, yeah. Are, those are two yeah. really nice guys. Yeah. I really like um, them. So after that came the Zack Saber Jr. versus uh, Echicero match, and that was Echicero's debut. And you know, CMLL guy. Um, I think it's he's the first CMLL guy, full time CMLL guy, mm-hmm. to be in PWG. And he kind of said he wasn't sure if that was uh, if that was accurate. And I think I am kind of. I think I'm accurate on that because um, 
I think that makes sense. Because I think Rob and I have talked about that, that we've, we've not seen a CML guy. I could be wrong. I mean, because it's probably... No, I think you might I think, be... I think I'm right because I think the guys that they brought maybe like that were kind of... Well, uh, guys who worked a show in CMLL. That that's been, different for being yeah, a, a regular, CMLL. Regular. Yeah, and, and you know, there hasn't been a strong luchador presence, which we'll get into later, in PWG um, for a long time. And um, so, yeah, I think that's very possible. But he, him and Zack Sabre Jr. had a really good match. Beautiful. Um, match. I think a lot of people liked it more than I did. Uh, which I, like I think it. is great. I actually oh, think yeah, that's yeah, great. Because yeah. like, if I'm saying something is okay, mm-hmm. and you're saying, oh, this was great, or it's one of my favorite matches, mm-hmm. then it accomplished it. Because, I mean, they're not... It's going to be hard for Echicero to win me over, because I've seen him since he was like... Oh, hell when he was yeah. starting out. So it's like, I've seen more matches about of him that, that I've liked more than that. But, I mean, if you liked it, that's great. I loved it. And I gotta, I gotta say, I actually... And even amongst other people who are raving about it, a lot of people were downplaying it. I I think this would have gotten over... It got over really well live, to the point where... I think people were just quiet at certain points because they well, weren't familiar with the... Well, and also... It's Matt wrestling also. But also think... Yeah, also think about it. I think they put it... They placed it wrong in the hierarchy of the matches because they placed it after the three-way. Yeah. The three-way was a barn burner. The three-way was dynamic. Three-way was a five-star main event... Six-star main event... Sorry, I had to do that. Uh, this that was sheer action. Yeah, the fans needed. You almost need a breather. And I think this was what this match was. Yeah, but I think it would have gotten over better if they did that match before the three way. Yeah, I and I, I have. And then you also had Darby Allen doing that th- the stuff with the being duct taped and stuff. So it's kind of like that's true. The crowd is like, that's oh my good, god, that's actually a good yeah. point. Very good point. But so, I think if that was just the thing that led to that, I think they would be fine. Exactly. Uh, I hope they bring them back. I hope they, I hope they too. Well, in fact, I was very moved when, uh, after the match, Jack Sabre Jr. went over clean. Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> Jack Sabre. Did I say Jack? Yes. Okay. Okay. So Jack Swagger Jr. <laughs> no, um, Zack Sabre Jr. goes over clean, yeah. and uh, Hetchy Sarah was in the ring after he's left, and... Yeah. Hetchy Sarah actually has some people throwing money at him, even though it wasn't as huge a match as the one before. And people start chanting, please come back. Now he's, that is fucking awesome. He's really good. Um, he is so talented. And I love Zack Sabre's... It's almost he was being a sh- an asshole throughout the match, like flipping people off. He stuff. was a great heel, like yeah. a like a modern day heel, like an actual. If he just pushed a little more, he could have had everybody Well, you know the problem him. was, the problem was that a lot of the crowd didn't realize what they were building off of. Mm-hmm. The, they were building off of an interview that... um went viral in mm-hmm. Mexico. It's just the storyline um, interview that Zach mm-hmm. did in Japan where he's like, he's like, we're going to take over the world. We're going to take over Europe, United States, Australia. And then he goes, he gets to Mexico. He's like, Mexico. No, nah, not Mexico. Fuck Mexico. And everybody in Mexico got very offended about it. Whoa. But he was joking. But yeah, 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 yeah. But, but that's a heel. That's it, a heel. But then, wait, wait. He goes, he goes, he, he, after he said, fuck Mexico, he's with Taco Michinoco and he's like, Ain't that right, Taka? Fuck Mexico. He's like, and, and, and Taka's like, no, no. Uh-uh. He's like, no, I don't want any part of this. <laughs> like, he's just like, no, I don't want any part of this. So, and so Zack Sabre Jr. just continues. And um, so that, that part was all that went viral. They didn't get the rest of it. And so wrestlers in Mexico got very upset. Mm-hmm. Tejano Jr. got so upset about it. Mm-hmm. I messaged Te- Tejano Jr. I'm like, dude, it, he's ju- it's just a storyline uh, yeah, promo. A it's a work. 
This is a wrestler. That's why I tell yes. you, wrestlers are such like they always over when 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 so when a wrestler shits on a, a fan or or somebody who writes about wrestling, mm-hmm. don't take it so personally because they're just as they're just as big a mark as as the the people. Oh, themselves. absolutely. Yeah. So so Tejano Jr. I tell him, dude, he's, it's just a storyline. It's no reason to get upset. He's like, when you talk about my storyline or no storyline, you can't talk about my country like that. And I'm like, dude, really? Oh, Come on, dude. And he wasn't the only one. He wasn't the only one. There were a lot of reporters. A lot of people in Mexico got very upset. So they were building off of that. So like, if you hear during that match, there's a crowd. Some of the Mexicans that were there started chant like, um, Zac es puto. That's why they were doing that. Yeah, I Zac was wondering puto. why. I, and they were, that's why he was flipping everybody off because they were yeah, like, like, you know, that's, that was based off that. But only that amount of people knew what that what that was all about there was a lot of people who didn't know what that was going on wow going on. but awfully hetcher was cool and knew what was going on yeah yeah he knew <laughs> i don't i didn't even ask him if he knew not about, everybody's but he knew immature. about that that's yeah. a good thing to yeah. know that's a good thing to know oh he's he's very like he's somebody who's not as like i think he gets yeah. it a little better than there, some there are guys. some really weird wrestlers especially yeah. when it's defending wrestling defending yeah you know uh it, it is it's funny like right around the time i started training to be a wrestler um I'll never forget, it was Tom Pritchard, uh, just very matter-of-factly, and he wouldn't even expound on He says, just remember one thing. Once you get in the business, you find a lot there. there a lot of the, the marks you hear about, they're actually people in the business. Yes, cause, and it's true. I was, I was laughing at that whole thing, but yeah, uh, I told Edgy Serial, Meltzer really liked his match. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people liked his match. Um, he was very pleased that, that people liked it. Um, the interview that we did with him, he does explain like his thoughts on the match and why, you know... He kind of explained what it, why it turned out the way it did, mm-hmm. and he kind of like I even told him, you know, do you think there was like something where maybe it was, it wasn't something that you were, you know, the crowd was wasn't used to, and he kind of ex- explained that you know, uh, maybe what they were expecting, they're more used to Zach being mm-hmm. in control of Matt wrestling and not having somebody else that can like counter him, right. and he's like, whereas with me, and he did mention that he did mention that there were some, certain points where Zach didn't really know what he was going for. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wow! Really? Yeah, uh-huh. and so he kind of like they, they kind of messed it up. <laughs> no, they kind of messed it up at certain points because if you notice it, there's certain points where they they kind of like I yeah, actually like do. And, and one of the things, well, and what and one of the things yeah. is I thought they covered it pretty yeah. well. Like like a lot of people probably caught it, but there's other people who probably missed. Well, I told I told yeah. um I know um a lot of people were saying that they, they were better off not doing any dives, mm-hmm. and I told um Edgister I thought he should have done the the corner moonsault because mm-hmm. it looks like he, a guy like him doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so cool when he does that. Well, especially somebody like Zack Sabre. Yeah, like on Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. yeah, so I thought, I told him he should have done it. Mm-hmm. I go, other people, I go, I know the people that are going to tell you that you should have just stuck to the mat. I go, you should have done that just to wake up the crowd. I go, I go, because there was a lot of people who were kind of like, eh, you know, like, kind of like, I think it wasn't, I think they were being respectful. Yeah. Like they were, they were enjoying the mat wrestling more mm-hmm. than anything else. And um, they appreciate cover, I mean, not cover, uh, Hedgy Sarah, I mean. To get that kind of chant afterwards yeah. is, is saying something about your work specifically. So you know? right after that match, we got probably the best match of the night, Bandito versus Phoenix. And that was insane. That's the first time you've seen Bandito wrestle, right? Yes, and, and remember what I said when I first saw him in the ring? Yeah. It's just, if this guy wrestles even as half as as half as well as he just does just standing there looking like the coolest thing that's entered the building then this guy's great. Yeah. That he has guy, a lot of charisma. Just standing in the ring, he looks... he He's charisma. He's like Negro Casas charisma. Is. Yeah. And he has a cool mask also. That mask is awesome. Yeah. 
And he's just a great worker. Man, if he loses that mask, he's going to have to like get extra security to keep the women back. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. And, and what a fucking great... I mean, this is the only time I've seen him. I don't know what to compare to, but that was an amazing match. It's yeah, like, that's... that's actually one I would like to get the DVD of. You know? Yeah, yeah, because that was a really good match. Yeah. Um, the stuff these guys were doing, just the dives and everything, and all the stuff they were doing in the ring, I mean, I that power slam spot that he does <gasps> off the top fuck! of the and then he did a dive on our, our side. Um, somebody took a picture from the direction that we're standing from. Uh-huh. So you basically see all of us. I think you might be in it also. Uh-huh. Or you might have moved a little further away because you were, you were probably the closest. Because I was trying to get yeah. it. You were, probably oh, you were taking a picture. Yeah, yeah that's right. You were, you were taking a picture. So you, you probably, you're not in it. But the rest of us, it's like we're all like this. <laughs> <laughs> like we're all... Oh, my God. Like, oh, looking at it. Did like, you put that... Is that on Lucha World? No, no. It's oh, you gotta else get it on there. there. You somebody gotta, you gotta ask them to use it. Yeah. I, see that. I don't know who that person is. I'm not that, that's like that's like the uh, Facebook photo. I don't know if you've seen that photo of when Superboy was first like yeah. wrestling. He's doing that backflip off the rope. In the front row, you see uh, Physico, Pat Howard, and Steve Gerber all going. <gasps> yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that but we're all just like we're all just. It looks hilarious because we're just like, oh, like what's going on? <laughs> uh, but that was a really great match. Holy shit, that was good. I thought that was. Like I thought that and the the main event were probably the best matches on the show. Uh, but oh, like that guy Walter. Walter, that's the first time you've seen Walter too, huh? I liked him. Yeah. I, I was telling people I have a, I had a hard time. It was this hard two, time. Just two big dudes beating the crap out of each other. I thought that this was cool. looked. This reminded me of like what you hear nineteen fifties wrestling thing like. Yeah. They looked like a time warp. It was fun. The guy Walter, I had a hard time taking him seriously this first because. As as uh, many of the older folks know, uh, Killer Kowalski's real name was Walter. Yeah. And my friend Tom Burke, with his Boston accent, uh, would always talk about, hey, I'm going to go see Walter. Walter. So mm-hmm. every time I see this guy, Walter, I just hear Tom Burke's voice going, Walter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that that guy was That awesome. guy's fucking amazing. Um, what do you think of that intermission, the, po- the match after the intermission? Brody King versus Timothy Thatcher. It was good, but it kind of left me dry. Just yeah. personally. I think just because it was like everything else was so awesome. So awesome. It's what I enjoyed the least. Timothy Thatcher bled, though. I mean, that was kind of cool. Hard way it yeah, looked like. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I dug his uh, little uh, very weird uh, tribute to Gordon and Goliath by saying he's from Sacramento, but didn't they say he's like he's representing Germany or something like that? Yeah. He's fighting out of Germany. It, it reminded me of the old Black Gordman Goliath. They claim to be from New Mexico. They're not one of you. Brody though. King, we've already. This is the second time I think we've seen him. We yes, saw we him have. at the Santino Brothers show. Yeah, I think he's was pretty it good. Santino Brothers. Yeah. yeah, we have seen him yeah. before. I think you're right. Yeah, because yeah. that was a good show. That one. Yes. Yes, I remember that. Um, Rascals versus LAX. That was fun, but I'm an oh gosh, I hate when I, I sometimes I hate when my old man uh, ruins something. It, it's kind of like. You can tell I love the LA- LAX. I love thing. LAX. It's just, it's just, uh, they kept doing these hot tags, and then when they oh did my the hot... god, you're complaining? Yeah, because no, no, there's old one man Kurt. No, there's one of the hot here tags comes, where comes... they came in on fire. Here, like here, I'm going to kick your ass. Here comes old man Kurt. To exactly, host the and I hate when I do this too. I hate <laughs> when I do this, and this is not a big knock because that was a good match. Uh, but there's one point where there's this hot tag made and the guy gets in and he looks so unenthused like oh that's it <laughs> well well but but then later they're working the same psychology with the other team where the other team is trying to make the hot tag you, and I'm honestly saying, you just can't compare like the charisma of LAX to the other guys 
The other guys didn't have, don't have, That's but they're point. really That's good workers. But they're they really, should have. Yeah. yeah, no. I want to see LAX versus uh, Flamita and Bandito. Oh, that'd be bitching. That'd be pretty fun. That'd be bitching. Or the other team. The other yeah, team also. Yeah, and, and that was my only thing. Thing is, is I, I thought, you know, technically they did a lot of really good stuff, but it's kind of like, uh, even though I know there's no traditional heel and faces, it's like they're doing heel and face things, but they kept trading off. Like one minute one was kind of being a subtle heel, and the next minute the other was being a subtle heel, and. Yeah, just kind of my own little thing, but yeah. Ella, the little rascals are great in this show. The little rascals. <laughs> I, <laughs> the little, the, can you name them? No, no, it's, can it's you name Spanky, Spanky <laughs> Alfalfa, uh, Farina, Joe Cobb. People forget can, Joe Cobb was the original you name, fat boy. Can you name the current? Fuck no, I can't name half the boys on any wrestling show. Desmond, now, LAX. Desmond Xavier, or Desmond Javier. <laughs> That's I, don't I know there's and Zachary Wentz. Yeah, all I know is the coolest T-shirt of the night was the Little Rascals, uh, but LAX is the coolest thing. What T-shirt of the Little Rascals? <laughs> you didn't see the Little Rascals T-shirt? No. Oh, it was the best. It was one of the Did best. They made it. Yeah, it was like an orange shirt that had like Little Rascals logo over it, and then had some little spoof to make them look like the Little Rascals or something like that. Really? I yeah, it was a great shirt. Yeah. I know they're called the Rascals. If I, I did, if I didn't already, if I if you didn't buy Puma King's T-shirt and, and I did buy Cuba. I know, yeah, Puma, not Cuba. <laughs> You're gonna say Cuba or something? I could. <laughs> he's gonna be Cuba King. <laughs> he's the Cuba King from now. So next time we see him, yeah, he's uh, claiming to be from Cuba. Um, he's a Cuban Cuba. Yes. refugee. Yes, <laughs> claiming to be from Havana. Cuba. I do. I didn't see that T-shirt when you bought it. And some, I think, um, I think Randy bought it and posted a picture of it, and I'm like, uh-huh. man, that's a cool T-shirt. And you know what? Uh, I didn't buy it. Of I, the only reason I bought it is because I just happened to see it out of the corner of my eye. It was yeah, the last one. I didn't see and it. 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 It was the same design as the one with yellow, but it looked so much better in the hot pink. Oh, you got the hot pink one. Because okay. and it was the very last one they had. Yeah, really. So, boy, the guys are. It seemed like a lot of guys were making up really good on merchandise. Hey, Chicharro didn't bring T-shirts. I know. I remember yeah. people saying that. <laughs> he, was, he, he looked at me, me. He looked at me. I go, how come you didn't bring T-shirts? And he just looked at me like. Like gave me the stare, like dude. Like don't, don't ask. Like like I like a hundred people have yeah. already brought it yeah, up to me. Yeah, yeah. He'd be two hundred dollars richer. Because yeah. I don't know if you noticed. Well, we'll talk about this next. Yeah. Uh, well, let's stick to the PWG thing. Um, Jeff Cobb versus Walter. That was a great match. Yes. Um, were you glad Jeff Cobb won the belt? I didn't give a rat's ass. You didn't care. He's one of the nicest guys. He He's deserved, one of the nicest guys. I'm he glad. deserved it. After, he did deserve after it. After spending how many hours talking to us about wrestling, which <laughs> show? Jeff if, Cobb is just playing cool. If he could suffer through, through our conversations about wrestling, he could pretty. He deserves a title. I think. <laughs> I think him getting through the conversation he had with us is what brought brought, brought him. His I think we. Even well, I mean, yeah. if you think about it, after our conversation with him, he went to New Japan and he's now a PWG champion. Absolutely, it's all because of us. It's all because of us. Yeah. Yes, we have supernatural uh, abilities. So the show and ends. We don't know it yet. We should just. We should just go to the show ending and go discuss yeah. our, our... And we'll just briefly say, yeah, Jeff Cobb is one of the coolest yeah. wrestlers out We did there. see him go when we went to Denny's. We saw Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Uh, I think Trevor Lee, Walter... And as we walked by, we said, no autographs, guys, just look the Zach other way. Zach Sabre Jr. Then there was somebody else. I can't remember who the fifth guy was. Don't remember that. I, I do remember Zach and... It might have been uh, Timothy Thatcher, because it was all the non-Lucha guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we took... Uh, we went with Bandito and Flamita. And, yes. And, uh, you know, Rob, Cecilia. Mm-hmm. Randy, Fredo, the other yes. Fredo, um, and two other people we had no idea. It was no a idea. lot of fun. Yeah, so we end up talking to... Cecilia and Randy are just such a sweet couple. Yeah. Very cute couple. Yeah, Cecilia's going to tell us about extreme couponing. That's she, right! She still, yes! has a, she still hasn't sent me the message. 
so I could start learning. Celia, are you listening? Yes, we need to learn our. We need to learn how to make uh, save on our money and stuff. You know, exactly. And we did yeah. not win the lottery. Neither one of us won. Neither the lottery. one of us won None the lottery. Of us. None of us. So whole street um, wrestling will be delayed. Is on hold. Yes, um, it'll be happening. That was a. F- I had a really fun night. Had some really wonderful hosts. Yeah, Flamita was cool. Um, I asked him about Octagon. You were chatting, chit- <laughs> yes, chatting with him. Away. Oh with my him. god, that's like right. Non-stop. Yes. Oh, Bandito. I also told him he had an okay match, and <laughs> I was telling Rob was asking me asking us about the matches, and I said, oh, and then I go, hold on. And I go, uh, I thought Ray, um, Phoenix and Bandito was an okay match. And he heard me and he's like, he's like, what was that? What was that? And I told him, I don't know. I thought your match was great. Um, but he was a really nice guy. I thought he was a really... Oh, you guys were t- shouting yeah, it up. That was, was great. Yeah, that he was, was a really fun. nice guy. I was telling him he's really good. I told him he was... I didn't think he was that good when he first started. Uh, it wasn't that. I thought... I just... Because, you know, he's in yeah, there with... Yeah, we all Vol- start from the bottom. He's in there with Volador yeah, Jr. Exactly. and Flamita. And Volador Jr. and Flamita are, like, so much... At that point, we're so much better than he was. I think mm-hmm. right now, he's already surpassed them. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, and Flamita was telling me about Octagon. I, I do want to mention this. Yes, dude. Uh, so, I asked him... I asked uh, Flamita if he resolved his issues with Octagon. He said, yeah, he um, he apologized to him after afterwards. And so, then, um, I go... I go, how many gunmen were with um, Octagon? And he says, six. <laughs> and I'm like, six gunmen? Oh, Jesus. Um, this was the the, the, rest, the restaurant scene. Um, I don't know how many of you still remember this. Um, the restaurant scene when, when uh, Flamita was uh, Hijo de Octagon or Octagon Jr., whatever he was called. And he was and doing autographs. Was signing. Yes, he, he was in AAA. Um, well, I was AAA doing the name. And so Octagon was very upset about the use of the name. So he shows up with a bunch of armed men. And I think we only—I think I only saw like, there, you could see like two or three around there, around there, and then like women around there, like his family and mm-hmm. stuff. And so when Flamita said six, I was like, "Holy crap!" So I, I asked mm-hmm. Flamita, "Were you scared?" And he's like, "Yes, I was." <laughs> <laughs> I give it to him yeah. for even he was staying awesome. in the business. I, I, I would be. Yeah. If I had six gunmen, I said maybe I better yes. do a different career. Then I get bid. Flamita goes way up uh, yeah. on me, and Flamita I, I, was awesome. I've, I've never been a big fan of Octagon, but, but even before knowing about the six gunmen, just hearing about what went down, fuck, I, Octagon's one I don't yeah. want to see again. And then Bandito was really cool. Also, we talked a little bit about his trips mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, just a, a fun night overall yeah, with everybody. Night. That that was one. That, yeah. I think that's one of the most enjoyable shows we went to ever. Yeah. Really. I mean, that was really fun. Yeah, really and the post, the, 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 the dinner afterwards was fun, too. Um, so then the next day, we decided to go to San Diego for the Baja Stars USA yes! show. And we actually, we continued our, our run of meeting people we haven't That's right. ever met, that we've always known online. And when was the last time we had been to two shows, two days in a row? Yeah, Years. so how, how, I'm guessing you've communicated with Steve Bryant before, right? So Kellen Sensors. Steve Bryan? They a little bit, yes. That's because because you do you do the Hall of Fame stuff for them, or, or they like they do they do that stuff. Did they ever contact you for that stuff or no? Uh, no. I think if you're a member of the board, you can vote. So I think that's why. So I, that's why you probably did. I voted. A he few contacted times, you once, and that was basically it. Yeah. But I, I don't think he even contacted me. Somebody else did. But he did put me on the ballot, which yeah. I appreciate, even though I don't belong in any Hall of Fame. I, I was very tickled. <laughs> I was very tickled they put me in on the ballot. So. Yeah, it's weird. I know. I think I've known him since. 
probably around the time Rob, I, I think. I swear I've met him once before, but I, I'm going crazy trying to figure where it is, but I, I, I'm probably wrong. Yeah, so he he saw, I took a picture of the ring, and mm-hmm. as soon as he saw the direction of the picture of the of where it was taken, he figured out I, that was me, and he went over and said hi to me. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so that's, that's how, cool. That's why I came uh, up. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, like, we couldn't hear ourselves talking. Like, we were yelling so loud, and the music was playing so loud. Uh, both shows, they were playing Guns N' Roses, and... You know, we could not hear anything. This is something I want to say to all wrestling promoters. Don't say not, don't play Guns N' Roses. Don't play Loud music, music yeah. in between matches before Because that's matches. cool. Like, you want to talk to people. Yeah, we want to catch up. We yes. don't want to hear blaring yeah. music. And we don't want to see the I should mention, um, We should probably mention this before. Uh, we did talk to Super Dragon at the PWG show. That's uh, right. Yes. And I decided to go above, go skip, skip past Rob mm-hmm. for my Lucha suggestions. And I suggested... Um, one particular guy that he um, was very interested in, mm-hmm. I mentioned he should book Virus, Virus, mm-hmm. and he said, he still wrestles? And I said, yes, he does. <laughs> very well. He's like, cool. And so we're going to get Virus on that. Damn! Yeah. Uh, honestly, honestly, yeah. I think the way they're getting the luchadors is if guys, if, if people can contact them online, that seems more possible. Well, because uh, when you And were, I don't think Virus is that easy. Well, also, when, when, when you were talking, was it, was it was Super Dragon you were talking with when... You're, you're saying there, reli- there used to be reliability issues with management of the guy, luchadors coming to town. Yeah, yeah, because he was talking about trying to book somebody, and he, th- he said he thought it might have been the first Mystical. But he mm-hmm. said it might have not been him, but it was somebody like that, that level at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, But I was telling him how, you know, even the local luchadors, it's always very, they're very unreliable yeah. to get, like, at certain points in the past. Now, you're, you're with, there's so much more access to all these other guys. You could skip the unreliable guys and find the guys who can more or less be reliable, like Bandito, Echicero, yeah. Flamita, guys like that. People who manage their yeah, travel, people, too, people which who is will amazing. remind them, like, "Hey, you got to go yeah. there." Uh, plus, I think there's a difference because now they're realizing they got to make money, and over here, there's more mm-hmm. money over here. Um, but he was saying, like, because I was telling him, I go, "People think that you're not a lucha fan." Oh, because I asked him, "What did you mm-hmm. think of the luchadors?" He said, "I thought they were fantastic." Mm-hmm. He's like, "I want them here more often," and mm-hmm. so I was like. I was like, um, people thought you were not a big Lucha fan, but they forget you actually started a Lucha. And he's like, yes. Yeah, he's so like, I grew up around Lucha. It's like, I don't know why people thought he, I didn't he, like Lucha. I, 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 he actually uh, uh, sat through my horrible matches in Compton. Yes. Uh, he was a little 14-year-old kid with shoulder-length hair. Um, if he could survive that, he could survive yeah, anything. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That, that was the blueprint of what not to do. Yeah. No, he, he, he and people like Roy Lucier... Uh, Dave Floridia. There were a number of guys who, in some way, got involved, uh, or some were just rabbit fans who were faithfully at uh, Platanitos uh, shows in Compton every Friday night. Every Friday night. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a, a fun time. So, what did you think of the San Diego show? Because I thought it was okay. Um, I liked it. You know, well, it was one, good. I one, mean, one, we saw the be- probably one of the best, probably one of the five best live shows we've ever seen. Yeah. The night before, it. Uh, you know, it's probably I, the best live show I've seen. Oh, but you're probably the Wrestle Reunion shows were probably pretty good. Uh, no, no, I thought this no, was this better. Was better. This yeah. was, I thought this was much better than the Wrestle. You've seen shows. more wrestling than I have live, so. I'm trying to think. Although okay. I would have to struggle to f- figure out which shows were better than this one, I'd have to really think. Yeah, because you it. went to other shows. Like you went to Japan. You went to Japan. I mean, there were some. Oh, yeah. those UWA. Yeah, that's shows what I'm Were astounding. Um, my my this, I, I, my I comparisons are just local lucha shows and, <laughs> and going to Vegas and missing half the shows. <laughs> the, the, 
the, the, we should start doing write-ups of the Vegas shows we go to at Cauliflower Alley. Not the matches. We enter the room and there's a tag match. Ooh, look who's across the room. Yes. Hey, they waved us. Yes. That was a wave that was firm but not no vagueness. I get that a five-star wave. I'm reserving all six-star waves for when people get upset at the thought that I might give six stars. You know what, what always abuses me? Like when we go to Cauliflower Alley mm-hmm. Club, you're the one that gets all the interest. Like, you're the one that gets all the, oh, Kurt's here and all that stuff. But we go to Lucha shows, I'm the one that gets You're the up. one everybody's... I know exactly. <laughs> yes. I, I have to say, that was the biggest like compliment I've ever got was that first year we went when... Or was it, was it the year before last? When we just happened to arrive at Cauliflower and we happened to enter the wrestling event right when... Uh, the tag team title was changing right when the change in the ring was taking place yeah and it was jason reinhardt i think roy lucier scream vandal yeah and uh about 12 people come up to me like and i was just like well that's probably the best compliment i've ever had in my (laughs) life probably the best one i'll get so thank you guys thank you (laughs) yeah because even at lucha shows it's like i'm surprised people even know me it's like what why are you talking to me i'm surprised getting familiar um, uh, in voice and in face yeah um i thought the show was the san diego show was good i like the that that danny limelight match the first match he had because then he was in tag match also that's right i forgot i yeah did, i forgot Chris his Bay. name i remember the worker i yeah. remember him doing double i oh i didn't tell you when i was yeah. in the restroom uh-huh um uh, like the guy who challenged him the, the chris bay yes was there and i told him hey that was a good match and i go what was your name um because i couldn't hear it with uh-huh. the audio and he's like chris bay and i was like oh, okay i i told him that was a really good match i just wanted you to let, oh, let cool. you know. like oh he's like thanks oh cool and then he cool. left and then there was the women's match that lasted like six minutes. <laughs> I don't remember yeah, anything oh of it. Yeah, I even forgot there was yeah. a women's match. Well, it, it's funny because after the show, I could tell that the card didn't go quite as planned. Well, you know what happened. You, but you know in better detail. Yeah, what happened was um, Echisera, we go and we ask, we, we talked to Echisera at PWG and we were, um, I told him if I could, in, mm-hmm. we were going to go to San Diego and I asked him if I could interview him there. And he said, yeah, sure. Um, he probably would have done the interview in PWG. Because he still had some time. Uh, but, uh, louder, though. Yeah. No, it was kind of quiet towards the end, remember? We were there like, tw- we were still there for a little while. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we were there for a while waiting for, I think we were waiting for Flamita. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so he kind of said, yeah, sure. And so he, we go there, he's, and I asked him again, I asked Carvernario also, and Carvernario said, yeah. Um, but I think Carvernario towards the end looked kind of tired because he was traveling. He had already, I think, worked the Friday show. Yeah, in, and he in had Mexico. done so much duty with the fans already. Yeah, the so then. Um, and Chisero, while, while I talked to him, he said, I'll go get dressed and then I'll come back. Uh, but before that, they were doing the whole merch thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you noticed, but when Carvernario gets, um, somebody buys a shirt, mm-hmm. he does a little, um, cross thing. I didn't notice Yeah, that. like he thanks God for the, oh for the money. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, guy. wow, that, he seems like a very, him and Mascara Dorada seem like the most religious guys he's, in wrestling. He's, I love it. He's a caveman who crosses himself. Yeah. And he's a certified accountant. Yes, he was really nice. I like this guy. Um, so then, um, and she sort of said that. So he doesn't come out, and I'm like, okay, I think he's probably going to wait till he forgot, mm-hmm. or he's going to wait till yeah. the main event. So the main event, what we know, what happened was the semi main event, pretty much done, didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Not enough wrestlers were there to do a semi main event. Um, how many wrestlers were there? There was you know, I don't know, but one, two, two the, four, six, and then the th- the three uh, nine nine wrestlers. Yeah, see, what stuck out to me is I wasn't even really keeping much tally, but I saw they used this guy double duty. Yeah, Danny Limelight. and Danny it is what was it Danny Limelight Limelight. I like that name by the way. Uh, 
We were standing next to his wife or girlfriend. Or were wife. we really? Yeah. Oh, was she hot? She was sitting right next to us. Yeah, but I didn't notice her. Was she hot? She probably was. No, she was. <laughs> no, she was all right. She was a good. She was a young girl, man. Yeah. No, I uh, wasn't checking her. Yeah, out. She, no, uh, she had a kid too. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, no, no. Cause he's the married one, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so he's the one who will stay a local yeah. boy if, if he's a decent human being, probably. No, I'm saying uh, you're the married one saying that stuff. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Nah. I, um, <laughs> yeah, but, but you know me. I'm, I'm I'm more for the women who have a passion for what. But they're doing. I. But the the. He probably saved on money because he didn't have to pay any of the TJ guys. <laughs> probably did. And, and knowing wrestling promoters, if, he, if he's a good wrestling promoter, he paid Danny twice. If he didn't, he paid him once. Yeah. He said he paid him twice. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I thought they did a pretty... I, thought but, that's what's I didn't know the details, but I could tell something went wrong with the show. And after the show, I thought, well, whatever they did to cover it, I thought yeah. they did it. The, the semi-main event was basically done. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't added. They just went from the women's match to the main event. And then as Ichisiro comes to the ring, he like looks at me and he he does this like he apologizes like like and hey he sorry point, he, pointed he pointed and like apologized yeah like apologized which was very cool and I I told I I just gave him a thumbs up and he was like he was like thanks yeah. and um uh, yeah because I, I understood they changed the they changed the lineup mm-hmm. um he was expecting to work the TJ guys and then it ended up being a tag match and I thought it was a pretty good match I thought Carbonario and Felino you know Felino when I watch him on CML shows I don't think he stands out. Because mm-hmm. it's basically the same match, and it's always Nero Casas who really stands out in the yes, matches. Yes. But when we've seen Felino here, he's actually been pretty good. Like, I think he is too. Yes. I think he is the too. The two matches I've seen him in tag matches, he's been good. Is it almost like I mean, because you because you see him a lot more consistent than I do. Does it almost seem like it was when he's in there with his brother and his Peste Negra? He's in there for play, and when yeah. he's in there by himself, yeah. say, okay, time to put my work. But even like in singles matches, or when he's not teaming with them, mm-hmm. it doesn't come across that. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because in CML nobody gives cares, probably. and, and he's getting no, older too. Yeah, he's, he's probably feeling stuff. But because 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 Casas, the whole family's great, but Negrocasas is great, great. Where I, I, I wonder if Felino's aches and pains are catching up to him because he still works harder than some guys his age. Nah, he, I think he's fine. But it's just, I mean, not that's, great. No, it's just it's just he's never he's not Negro Casas. That's nobody's Negro Casas. Yeah. Um, no, I know. I'm saying he is he is not what he was. But I I still think considering his age and all that. Yeah, but it's, it's still like, passed. But I do agree. I thought he was more yeah, on than he usually. Yeah, is. Um, but after the show, we ended up spending some time with Echicero. Carbonaro was there for a little while, mm-hmm. but um, it was more Echicero. I think Carbonaro had a, like a. I guess he got hit in the head or something, so he had like ice. Yeah, ice. He said he said he was fine. He said he was, fine. He, said he was, he was still, fine. He was getting pictures of all little. Yeah, there was a lot of people. It going was really over. it was really adorable. I don't know if you saw there were there were little kids. It's it's on it's on like if you search it, I think it's on Facebook. If you search like the bar, do you see that picture of like him with the little kids? The little kids, yeah. The yeah. way the way he gets down and does yeah, that came yeah. out those God, what he, he did it was when, when you took my picture, he went like this. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was like, man, this is like the. No, um, that was cool. But yeah. Hechicero, he he gave you an interview about twenty, 20 minutes, minutes long, long, man. I was like, and like I said, you know, I can pick up little bits and pieces of it. it you sat, had questions for him too, which was interesting. I, you never which like surprised had, me. I kept. I got to be honest with you, as I sat there and listened to what I could pick up, yeah. and just how detailed he was. Uh, this guy just fucking fascinated. He's me. an awesome guy. He's if, a very... if, if something scandalous happens with him, I'm gonna be heartbroken because I like this cat. Yeah, he he's a really good guy. Um, I was gonna. What were we talking about? God, there's something that we were talking about, and I totally forgot. I'm blanking right now. We're talking about what what no, uh, Danny Limelight's wife no, looked Hitch, like. 
<laughs> we should have asked that just no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we could ask Carbonario. We could ask Carbonario. Uh, no, she seemed like a nice girl. I mean, it's a. I hope I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. No, we're just nobody, nobody, around. nobody. We're just kidding. Whatever anybody does, don't let. Uh, not that I would we're care. I didn't asses. say anything. Anyways, you could defend yourself. You're a wrestler. Yeah, but I just asked if she was hot. Yeah, she's a good-looking woman. Echisero, uh, oh, Echisero. So we start talking to Echisero, and I tell him that we were going to go to the show that he was in um, Los Angeles earlier in the year. And he was like, which one? And I go, the one, I think it was outdoors, like in er, late January, early February. And he's like, oh, yeah, the show that was freezing cold and we were wrestling <laughs> outdoors. I go, yes, you guys went. You stood out there in the cold watching the show. And I, and I told him. I tell Echisero, nope, we went and got coffee. <laughs> we went and endorsed someone. And he's like, he's like, I don't blame you. I go, we were going to go and I was going to ask you for an interview that day. But I figured you were good. Because I even told him um, that Mark Cole had offered to ask his wife. Because mm-hmm. I go, I go, Mark Cole had asked me, had told me, ask Echisero's wife. Because mm-hmm. uh, she's the one that will tell him and, and he'll, he'll agree or whatever. And, or she'll let him, she'll pass on the, 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 the message. And I, I told Echisero, you know, people always ask me, like, oh, I'll do this. But it's like, I don't mind going and asking a luchador for an interview. Mm-hmm. I go, I'll go ask you, like, you could be, like, with 30 people, and I'll be like, hey, Echisero, can I do an interview with mm-hmm. you? And if you say yes, cool. If you say no, yeah. I'm fine with that also. So then he was like, he was like, no, no, it was freezing that day. And I go, yes. People got mad. People were, like, calling us, like, pussies for, like, not staying, staying at the show. It's like. <laughs> See, it's that like, makes me feel they, good. Because cause they think Los Angeles. It's like, oh, you guys can't handle it. It was cold for us. I mean, for Itchy Cyril thought it was cold. That, I mean, that, that made me feel, makes me feel so good because yes. I felt like such a pussy. I thought, okay. I thought one day we're going to meet Echicero, and he's saying, oh, you guys couldn't take a little cold yeah. pussies. That's what I thought he was going to say if we yeah. ever brought it up. He was like, it was freezing that day. Oh, and we I'm glad. Oh, that makes me feel yeah. good. And I asked him, who'd you wrestle? And he's like, just some local guys, I think. And I was like, oh, okay, so we didn't miss much. <laughs> but he, That was the one where, and also, because I talked to Superboy later that week. Yeah. remember how we made Yeah, yeah, he was, we were talking during the... And, and he said the other thing about that night was he... He had to tell, uh, he told his kids and had to tell other people, he says, there's a wire above the ring. It's a live electrical wire. Be sure you don't touch it. The promoter doesn't we say gotta anything. We got to tell Chicero that. Yeah. Next time we see him. The promoter doesn't say anything Jeez. about something that could electrocute. And Chicero's probably like, they do that in Mexico all the time. <laughs> That's right. We swing we from swing, those wires. Swing the wires. You're pussies if you can't yes. swing from the wire in the freezing cold. He's like, That's the least of the worries when you wrestle in Qualcalco. <laughs> <laughs> So watch, if the wrestlers knew that, they would have clung to the wire and let yeah. zap them just yeah. so they could warm up a little bit. And she sort of probably would have been like, they're, these guys, come on. <laughs> you should see them in places that wrestle. Uh, but he was really cool. I thought he was raw. I, I think, you know, I think that's the cool thing about Lucha. Like, every single luchador we've met has have, have offered to, oh, totally, have been very totally. gracious. Even Volador Jr., who got mixed reviews this past weekend as far as being a nice person from some of the wrestlers that we were talking to. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. I'm surprised um, because I won't name who, but there was somebody who didn't didn't who isn't a fan of uh, Bulldog Jr. Yeah. and the, a couple of other ones were okay with him. We've met him on two different occasions, and he's, he's always so nice to us. And and I don't think of all the people from Mexico that Superboy has like worked with on a local basis and stuff. I don't think I've ever heard him rave about somebody as nice as Volador. You know, my favorite thing yeah. was like uh, the guy that I, that I won't name his name or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was talking about Bulldog Jr., he's like. Well, and I was telling him, he's nice to us. And he's like, he might have been nice to you, <laughs> but not to me. And I was, we were just like, I was like, my God, 
<laughs> he was awesome. Like, I'm telling you. Am we in junior high now? Yeah. But I thought that was awesome. I'm like, That's funny. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. I suddenly feel like we're we're the cool kids in the senior yeah. quad. And well, you know, school, like, I explained it to him that he's I, nice to us. No, but it, it's <laughs> like funny. I think I think it's because when you're a wrestler, I, if you've seen Bolivar Junior, he has very high standards for certain wrestlers, mm-hmm. and he's one of those guys who's very like, oh, you're not good or something. He's very open about that. Oh, the other thing I should mm-hmm. mention mm-hmm. during the the talking to a lot of the luchadors, I, I, I when we're talking about CMLL, I should mention I. Usually luchadors don't say anything bad or don't like or they'll defend somebody who's a shitty wrestler. Mm-hmm. The one guy who nobody ever defends is Bestia the Ring. I mentioned oh my this, gosh. I mentioned his name amongst a lot of these guys that were at the show and like they didn't say anything bad about him, mm-hmm. but they were like they didn't like say, Oh, he's 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 you he's, could tell he's that. okay. Like you could tell you they could didn't tell that they yeah, wish he yeah. would leave the building yeah, for yeah, a while. Because like, we were talking about how bad certain guys are in the main events. Oh man. He's one of them. He's, oh gosh, yeah. he and Diamante Asula, and you remember me, I actually really wanted to like Diamante Asula a few years back. I saw somebody on Twitter wanting Diamante Asula to be in MLW, and I'm like, really? why? Yes. Is he confusing him with somebody yeah. else? He could be in MLW, I just won't watch the show. <laughs> well, maybe we could It'll him. save us, maybe he won't be in CMLW. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He, I, I would hire him as a ring boy for MLW. I don't think, they don't have they don't have room in, for ring guys and have you seen their oh shows? I'm sorry no 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 have you hey, seen no, no no if Rob Feinstein's not promoting again I'll hire have you seen the MLW shows they're like no they're, I have the rings really close to the crowd <laughs> oh my god like no sometimes I, I that's the only shows I've seen kind of it doesn't probably, look like a very uh, well produced uh, no it's good it actually looks good yeah it's better than Lucha yeah. speaking I, I got to tell you when when I was watching the Zack Saber Hachisero uh-huh. match one of the things I kept on thinking. It's almost too bad that TV studio wrestling still isn't the thing because a lot of those holds that Zack Sabre does, like the uh, the arm locks and the wrist locks, he oh he uses such expression. You with should it. watch. A- you should watch. Um, I think it's his match in New Japan. There's a match in New Japan. I remember. I think it might have been one of those mat- the shows that he wrestled here in LA, the New Japan shows in I think Long Beach or oh yes yes some, one of the California mm-hmm. shows. And he's doing this, um, the submission hold, and he's grabbing the hand, and he's like just grabbing finger by finger and like twisting the fingers. Yes, that is cool stuff. Yeah. But you can't and see I it, love... and that's the trouble. You can't see it like when you're live. You're not really noticing it because you might you might not have the right angle. Exactly. To see, see, we we had the luxury of at one point he was right in our corner, and you could see him with the armbar and Hechicero, and you could see the facial expression and him going finger yeah. by finger. I just thought. I, you know, I love the detail this yeah. guy does, and it'd be great if you have the right cameraman. Uh, they should do that match again. I, I think. There, I, I think. It, I think there it. would be. I think there would be a little more. A better. It was good. It was really good, and I think mm-hmm. it would be. I think it could, they could do a lot more. It would be a lot mm-hmm. better. I'd love to see them. It's a really good rivalry. I, I enjoyed. Uh, that. They should bring Nero Navarro and have him wrestle Zach oh, Saber. Yeah. I don't well, know like I said, I don't I, know how he's doing right now. Well, but. forever Zach Saber could say fuck Mexico till. As long as they bring in more Mexicans to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But when I when I when I saw him pay homage to Negro Navarro after his match with him, I said, yeah. "I'm forever a Zack Saber fan. He's gonna have to yeah. really fuck up to make me angry." <laughs> what will he do to make you angry? <laughs> uh, so watch, there will be a sex crime next yeah. week, and jeez, uh, yeah. So so he he hates cats. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh. And if he sexually abuses a cat, deal oh, breaker. Jeez. Deal breaker. Okay, that's where I draw the line. You know, 
If Sorry? the cat, if the cat loved him and said, "Yeah, let's do it," okay. Okay, but, the, you know. we're getting so. Yeah, so, but it, but you keep it platonic unless the cat says this yes. Is, that's the part I'll be editing out. <laughs> so, oh, come uh, on. What, that's which, one of the best parts. Which, which, we're probably done by now. I mean, I think we're done. Else? And you know what? This, uh, uh, I, I have to tell you that I, I've enjoyed doing this podcast, mm. this particular episode, a lot. Yeah, it's not going to be edited because I, I, it's already. It's and already I, Thursday, and, and I don't know about you, but I had a lot of. I, I I think we both had a lot of fun doing this particular podcast. Yeah, it was good seeing everybody that we got to meet. Totally, Rob, Rand, totally. Randy, and Cecilia. Hopefully, we get SoCal to see Steve. Guys, uh, yes, yes, SoCal Steve. And Did oh my God, who's the gentleman we met? We met another guy or somebody that I, I couldn't know. hear. That was the thing is I couldn't yeah. hear half of what he was saying. He's somebody I corresponded with line. I apologize for forgetting your name, sir, but uh, he's a very, very nice guy. He's a really guy. nice guy. I like Yeah, it. very nice guy. Very, uh, has checked out a lot of our stuff online and uh, uh, and I, I, we made contact, I believe, when I was in Alaska. It was right before I... And, uh, he's, he's probably your Facebook friend and he's you a Facebook friend I, and I feel bad okay I got a cement <laughs> this is something else we found out um, mm-hmm. you were like when, when Randy and Cecilia were like talking to you and they were like I'm not and you said I don't think I, I've known I, I knew know who you are or something and then they like I'm like yeah they're your Facebook friends and you're like really and <laughs> yeah and I, they are <laughs> I honestly don't I, I recognize the name Cecilia but I didn't recognize that is this Cecilia yeah no, I, I honestly, I friended them. I pro- we probably had no con- no conversations or anything. Uh, my loss. They're great people. They're really yeah. nice uh, people. But you know, this gentleman that I uh, was talking with, we had corresponded, and he's actually somebody who uh, is related to Super Astro Senior. Um, actually, also probably Junior. Uh, probably <laughs> unless they had a falling out. But uh, he uh, he also knew Gil, Gil Ariano and a few of the other yeah. lo- uh, local boys, not the newer local boys, but from way back. And it was a really fun just – so we enjoyed talking with you, sir. The music, we couldn't hear much of what each other was saying, but we had a great time chatting with you. And Like I said, the music oh, pretty much killed it for us. Like, yeah, stop with like, the music and stop with those strobe lights. My favorite is like there's that one picture where Echicero and I are waiting for the music to stop. So we're just sitting there. We're just sitting there, like just sitting like that. Like, okay, when's the music gonna stop? Yeah, that was a great pick. And it looks like that's what you're doing. It looks like you're waiting for something to stop. Because I told him, I told him, let's just wait till the music's over. You need to put that in your interview with him. You need, you need to put that photo there. I, I demand it. I insist. Everybody else does too. So, Uh, no, we met some nice people. We had a, we had a great time. I had a really fun time doing this episode. And I got to tell you, if you guys did not enjoy me on this episode, um. Just listen to the ones Fredo does. If you did enjoy me, there is a moral. When you drink coffee, make sure you're drinking it black. I know. You'll seriously. be wired. You weren't, you weren't this wired on, at Denny's. No, I wasn't. I only had one cup. Okay. And that was because I was on the verge of falling asleep, and I didn't want that to be our last ride home. <laughs> yeah, Fredo had a good time tonight. I'm falling asleep. Crash. That's what would have happened. But, no, I'm... Wired and I'm ready to yeah, clean we'll def- the house. We'll, we'll definitely have to go to a PWG show again. De- definitely and Super Dragon book more luchadors. Actually, just bring him. Do Bandito. Super Dragon? Yes, please do that. And and uh, they're pricey seats, but we guarantee you it is worth it. It is. Yeah, so it's a really good show. It's a very very good show. And the theater. It's a not yeah. A, one of it's a. I never did theater. you ever go to the Reseda show? The Reseda. Yeah, this was much nicer. Yeah. I like this a hundred times mm-hmm. better. I went with you when we went to that. One. I never. I don't think I've gone to Reseda. I went to the. the I went to the that North. one giant armory. Yeah. And then I went to the, the industry one. The Reseda one is a much smaller armory, uh, or it's not an armory as it's much a, as it's a, a yeah. hall. 
That one, people love it. I I like this one, but the Globe Theater in downtown LA one. It's one of those classic movie theaters yeah. from the nineteen twenties. Uh, and I'm so jazzed that so many of them are still standing in downtown LA. And a lot of things like Lucha Vavoon was done at the Mayan Theater, which is another famous LA theater. They're actually doing shows this week, so. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, so Yesterday and today. Oh, wow. The Halloween show. Yeah. So. Those are good, too. I hi- yeah, those are good, too. I highly recommend PWG, everything from ambience to the location to the wrestlers. If you could get tickets. If you can get tickets, that's the trick. Get the tickets. They're expensive, but they are so worth it. And uh, uh, thank you, Fredo, and thank you, everybody you went through to get these tickets because I know that was your effort. And <laughs> I've never even tried getting PWG. You know, I, I, I joke when you when you missed this um, the first attempt to doing this podcast. This podcast, yes. I, I joked that um, at least you didn't forget about going to PWG. Oh my god! Because it is possible, you know, that you could have forgotten. Is. Although PWG, I was. It wasn't quite the that lucha show yeah. that you skipped on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you would think that since I retired, I'd have my shit together. But the truth is, it's I actually forget, worse. I forget which day of the week it was, yeah. and I'm not joking either. And my insomnia is much worse than it's ever been. Really? Um. So send me Ambien uh, through the mail. Uh, <laughs> any, any, you know. Is that legal? No, it's not. But no. send me in anyway. That's how desperate I am. I, uh, I rare, I rarely sleep, and when I do, it's like from noon to five or some shit like that. So when's the next PWG show? I have no fucking idea. It's probably December, no? Let's find out soon. Yeah, we'll have yeah to let's go. look into it. I'd, I'd really like to go yeah. to another one. If back. they book Bandito, we'll go again. Definitely, definitely. Bandito, Flamita. Bandito. If it's yeah. just them two, I'm sure Puma King will be there too. So you could, so you mm-hmm. could hear him. Hola, <laughs> Another new nickname yeah, for me. Well, I, don't know, I, I was like, because you know, like I said, I'm always surprised. I always think, man, they're not going to remember us. And then I think he, I mean, the Casas family would, because they they already remember they us. Would, all the time. Well, they're such people, people. Yeah, that's the thing. They're such people, people. It, other guys, they're I'm very, always very surprised. Like, oh, really? You remember me? Yeah, but, those. So, God bless those guys. Yeah. They're awesome. So I think that's about it. No, anything else yeah, you want to? Uh, no, I think anything you want to plug. Anything I want to plug, well, of course, you know, there I've, I'm occasionally on that 605 podcast, which is one of the best podcasts out there. Not as good as Lucha World, because Lucha World is the finest podcast. Yes. And Fredo, I think this is the time where you should plug the pa- Patreon account. The Patreon? The Patreon. Pa- 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 Patreon.com slash Lucha World. Someday I will add that magazine right <laughs> You know, I think that's the trouble that I think a lot of people don't realize. Like, since you, I do the Lucha Reports, I do all mm-hmm. this other stuff for the web, the main website, the podcast... But then I'm also now, uh, atten- when I attend shows or uh, help somebody move, like I have mm-hmm. been doing for the past couple of weeks with my sister, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't give me a lot of free time to do all that other stuff. But, you know, no, it'll, you've it'll busy, happen at some point. You've been a busy cat, yeah. totally. And you could, totally. you could vouch for it because you, you know oh, I've totally. been busy, yeah. Nope, I yeah. totally back yeah. that. Uh, there will be some stuff coming up. We'll do the. We'll probably do a podcast for the Lucha Classica next. That would be great. Yeah. Maybe we could look through some of those old magazines yes, again. We'll probably, I, I, I get a high. I'll probably write it up. Write it up because you probably won't remember half of it. When, by the time you get here, it's like what? No, that's, the sad, that's the sad part. Is is remember when we did that 1967 magazine? That one you remember. You could like you had stories for that one. That's then. the thing. Show me something from the 60s and 70s, and I can talk all night about it. Ask me what I saw last week, and I said, oh, it's yeah. a great mess, but I don't remember the guys in it exactly. You did pretty good remembering PWG, so. That was so memorable. Yeah. That was a great show, and that so. was a really, really, really fun time. Yeah. 
And since we're nearing the two-hour mark, I guess we should wind it up, shouldn't yes. we? But I've been having a blast. Caffeine rules. Uh, so, kids, you know, uh, do your caffeine. And uh, there is so much more we could talk about. I bet we can make this a three-hour podcast. No, don't yes. do that. Okay, I don't do that? Okay, we'll say that for next time. One day we'll do a marathon where we're going to have a six-hour podcast. We, do, we will do that. We will do that someday. Maybe that could be our New Year's Eve thing. We know people do special New Year's Eve shows. We'll say it's New Year's Eve, but it'll be actually be two days before. Yes. I didn't even get to talk about Scarlet Bordeaux. I did actually talk about her, right? On yeah. the podcast? Yeah, Triple A Scarlet Bordeaux. I don't think you mentioned her name. She's the greatest luchadora of all time, Kurt. In other words, she's the hottest looking. Yes. <laughs> I knew exactly. She's amazing. What. I remember you talking about yes, her over the weekend. Yes, yes, yes. yes. She's, yes. She's, she's, the, she's the top luchadora. She's She's way better than any other luchador, female wrestler in the world. I'm sorry, guys, that you could have your favorites, but Scarlet Bordeaux is the best. This is going to be a long book. Scarlet Bordeaux, okay. All of you guys. Bordeaux. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. Jack Swagger Jack, Jack, Saber Jr. Jack Saber. Jack Saber. Super. And Scarlet Bardot. Scarlet Bardot. You've heard of the third Bardot. It's a very uh, deep Buddhist thing. So the Scarlet Bardot must be the third Bardot. You ever heard? You, you've heard of the third Bardot. I know you've heard of the third Bardot, Fredo. <laughs> what song was the theme song for Slam and Stan? What group did it? It still is for Lucha World. Good. It should be. The only other one that should replace that song is uh, who is the group who did the Nancy Sinatra cover to How Are oh, Things in um, California? I think it's Sator. Sator, yes. That's a great song. Yeah, and then um, also the Coco No song. Has been used. Oh yes, yes, that's right. That was we've used like one. four or five. Pesta on um, the, the Nero Casas. That Nero was a that was a really good yeah. one. You know, not the Pesta Nero, the Nero Casas one. Cause, te, te, yeah, because the, pe- the Pesta Negro te. one has um, bad words on it, so we can't play that's it. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So a tre- a te te. I I love that song. So that's about all, Kurt. Hari Krishna. This is really it until the next podcast.